Let's talk about our democracy for a minute. <laughs> but let's do it in a way that makes the snowflakes' heads explode. Let me be clear before this podcast begins. We are loud, loud proud, proud, and do not give a fuck. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Real and raw political and social commentary. The freedom to oppress the rights of other people is not liberty, you shit-eating moron. Ah, the smell of freedom of speech. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast, and this is Tony Michaels. Hey, Tony, fuck them. Good morning, good morning, happy, happy hump day. Eastern, 11 Central, you know what time that is. It is time for Let's Talk to Tony Michaels Podcast. We have a great show for you today. Stay in your seats for all two hours. Every single last one of those minutes for those two hours, we have a, we have a great show. Uh, Gabe's going to be joining us here soon. We're also going to be joined today by JoJo from Jers. We have that interview ready to go. We're going to play trivia. We played trivia with Joe. Um, we talked about um, a, a Becky Sue. Everyone loves Joe's Becky Sue's videos. Um, so we talk Becky Sue. We also talk about social media in general and like what it means um, and how, you know, it matters. It matters what you put on social media and it can change things. So we talk about that as well in the interview. So I'm very excited to play that because um, we talked to Jojo. Jo- you, you know, Jojo is one of our favorite here on the shit list roundup when we're going through the Tweety Tweets and the Trendy Trends, which we are going to get to pretty darn quick because uh, we talked to Joe for quite some time and we played trivia, so I want to make sure all that gets into the two hours. Very exciting. So we'll go through the Tweety Tweets and the Trendy Trends here in just a second. But again, every single weekday, every single weekday, we have the shit list roundup. We have the interviews. Yesterday, we had Eric Trump on for the interview. Did you guys see this? Did you guys see yesterday Eric Trump was on? I cut the I cut the video out and we put uh, we put the video up on the use the use of tubes the tubes of you so you can go watch that interview and we cut a clip uh, oh, I say we Gabe cut a clip sorry actually speaking of speaking of Gabe uh, we got Gabe here Gabe how are you this morning Oh I am good Hey that how mic is working you? this morning that mic oh, is working Oh my Yeah Yeah what what I can't I we can't hear you we can't hear you <laughs> uh, here here he goes with the mic here he goes yeah, with the yeah, mic yeah. So, so uh, yesterday, yeah. yesterday, Eric Trump joined us on the show. What, did, what did you think? What did you think about Eric? Did you see that? Did you see the interview that we had? I did. I, I did. I did see the interview when I was cutting it together. Uh, man, that that kid is he's really losing it, man. He's also not too bright. Not too bright. Well, I don't I don't think I don't think that's um, um I don't know. Maybe question. it runs in the family. I'm not exactly sure. All I know is that he seems to be just breaking at the seams. Very emotional. <laughs> this was like an Oprah interview kind of thing. He right. just like let it all out. The hair, though. The hair is was. Absolutely yeah, phenomenal. I don't know what's going on with his hair, but, you know, he well, loves to slick it back. So, right, right. Well, you know, I mean, I guess I guess a guy would, you know, if he if he had hair like that. Right. So, so, you know, all kidding aside, of course, um, it was you. It was you as as Eric Trump. You got to ruin the surprise. Yeah, I know, man. I know, I know, I know. Uh, yeah. But yes, but, yes, it was. It it was it was Gabe for all those wondering. 
Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We, we, you didn't trick anybody this time as Eric Trump as you did with Pastor Brian. There was a lot of people that actually thought, yeah, you were Pastor Brian. Yeah, um, that was. I don't. I don't know why that was. Like, I, I don't know. Can I, th- anyone, I think it was the listening? beard. It was the beard. Even was people it? who know you really well were like, "You yeah. had me." Like, I because I think you posted. Did you post a clip on Twitter of that? That was like a small clip. I think. Yeah, yeah. I posted a uh, two sections where right. Pastor mm-hmm. Brian was talking about <laughs> basically when he realized that women had the right to vote. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That's then, right. That's right. Yeah, right. yeah. And then there was another one where he just basically revealed himself to say he was he. It made him feel uncomfortable, and he was jealous and envious that people could be who they were, and he couldn't. Right. Right. Well, and and that I think is where people got confused that it was you, right? Like mm-hmm. because the beard, it was very quick, right. and it was like I don't know, it was like a minute thirty. But yeah. a lot of people were like, oh, my God, 30 seconds in is when I realized or a minute in is when right. I realized. Yeah, was, people were like, I hate this guy. And I was like, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> this guy sucks. Yeah. Yeah. This guy fucking he's terrible. <laughs> yesterday. So just so the audience knows, like when you sometimes when you do the costumes, I have no idea. I have no. Yeah. No yeah, yeah. 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 No clue. Now, yesterday I did know Eric Trump was coming, but that is all I knew. So I yeah. knew what time and who was going to be here. So what I did was make sure that I was doing the Eric Trump, Sean Hannity yeah, yeah. clip right at about the time. Right. that Eric Trump was going to show up. Yeah, it's uh, I was <laughs> I was. I was doing, I was like running an errand and then you were like, you're going to come on the show this morning. And I was like, yeah, but I'm coming on as a character. I'm going to be Eric Trump. Right, 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 right. And well, I've been meaning to try out this wig because here's the thing. What I can't, I don't have blonde hair. I've got brown. So you, dark you bought hair. the wig just to be Eric? Not for this show. Oh, but okay, for, okay. To be Eric, like, oh, right, right, oh, right. Eric's going to do something dumb and I need to play him. Right. But I mean, but I mean, specifically, this w- is the yeah. Eric wig. Yeah, this, this is, is the, the wig. Eric Trump wig. Okay. Uh, this is the closest thing I could find to blonde-ish hair that was like slicked back, which not anyone really makes unless you're willing to like throw down some cash for a wig. And I don't have enough respect for these dumb fucks to actually spend the money on them. Right. So I'm gonna buy a wig that's close enough, and this happens to be like, I think a Mister Incredibles wig for like. Oh, okay. A, it's it's real tight. Like it is tight on my head. Um, <laughs> well, you can tell because like, uh, you know the the oh the hair on the side. I wish yeah. the hair would come down, and I tried to cover it up a little bit, but I was like, ah, fuck it, whatever. So yeah, it definitely was one of those moments of uh, I'm gonna buy this wig for this character. I'll probably have another one, but also. Uh, it's the closest thing I could find that could be for Eric because if I slick my hair back and I comb it or whatever, then people automatically assume I'm Don Jr. Right? And when because, I did the- because you've done you've done Eric before with that, and and right. and also Don Jr. is the same because they right. have the same haircut. It's just different. Color. Exactly. So I thought, hey, I'll make a video of Eric Trump doing his deposition with mm-hmm. uh with you know uh Letitia James. And um, people were, people assumed that I was Don Jr., even though I said at the beginning right, I was Right, and it Eric. said on there Eric, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But people don't read it. They just look at the video. So right, I can right. understand the, the confusion. People were like, oh, he needs more Coke or whatever. And I'm like, no, this is not. This right. is why it's not if the Cokehead, it's the dummy. Right, exactly. I mean, they're both dumb. But at right, the same time, right. if I didn't, then I could assume like, I get the confusion. I know where people were coming from. 
but also it's like I wrote it, so it's Senator right. Trump. So so the, the 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 best there was a lot of good parts in the um Oh yeah. Because I went back and watched the the whole Yeah, it, it was, was just, forty minutes, forty minutes of improv. We it was just straight, like ask the question. I was listening, you know, I had veteran Yoda being like Say, put the lotion on the skin. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I gotta find a way to we'll do it. it in- well, then, then the the chafing nipples, and then the best part is, and and oh. if you go, if you go to YouTube, if you guys, when you're done with the show here, go to YouTube because I took the clip, the Twitter clip, and I posted <laughs> on YouTube, and and the 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 thumbnail is you going like this. <laughs> gotta like, open it, up your right, eyes. Right. Look up, look up, look up. I'm a real Hollywood director. <laughs> I'm like a really, ho- I'm like a real, real Hollywood, Hollywood director. director. I'm like a real one. <laughs> okay, well, well, there's a lot of topics to get to because we got the interview with JoJo from Jers, um, mm-hmm. which I'm very excited about. It was, we had a great time um, hanging out with her, playing trivia, yeah. talking about social media, talking about her characters, Becky mm-hmm. Sue, possible new characters that are coming. Yeah. So we had a lot of fun talking about that kind of stuff. Uh, Joe is. Not not just super cool on Twitter. She's super cool in real life. Um, so you're gonna want to watch this interview. You're gonna want to stick around uh, in in the the second half of this hour and the second hour to catch that. But I want to do the shit list roundup because there's a lot of topics to get to. I mean, we've got the Trump White House logs. We got this true sh- social stuff mm-hmm. um, going on and some other things. So let's start the countdown. To the shit list roundup where we round up all the tweety tweets and the trendy trends of the day. We're gonna have Gabe Servin with us today. That's gonna be fun. Surf's That's gonna be up, fun. The whole baby. time. The whole time. Surf's up. Um, right. so so let's let's get right into it. The first thing I want to start off with is have you heard of this Ram Ranch thing? Oh, have dude, it's so this? great. I've been sitting in on these uh these Twitter spaces. They're fucking hilarious. <laughs> so so I haven't gone into the Twitter spaces. The video that I found is the uh uh, the Windsor Zello chat? What the hell is that? I don't know. Is that some kind of weird, like, um, like radio thing? Or yeah, something? it's a. What the hell is it? It's a messenger chat, I, th- I believe. If I, uh, big, well, see, like, so I joined the, I joined the Twitter uh, Spaces one the other the last couple days, and at first when you jump into these, they sound like a goddamn parody. Like they're insane, but but it's but the people that are talking in these things are fucking real, right? Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Why? I mean, not... I mean, I mean, the people who are in uh, or trying to organize for Canada, right? right? I mean, these people are on there. They're like, you know, they're I, I like I requested to talk several times and I wasn't able to be picked. You know? so I saw <laughs> some people go you... in there. They were like, they were like, and uh, they would play a song. Or, like I, I heard them get rickrolled. They were doing stuff. They're like, Hey, so yeah, when we get a ranch, uh, when we like get the property and overthrow the government, you know, we'll get this ranch and someone's like, and then we'll have a lot of Rams to Ram ranch. You know, it's like- <laughs> <laughs> so like, so like these people, like they know this is happening. So how are they, how are they like um, there? They- when I was, when I was in the Twitter spaces ones, they were, uh, they were, you know, letting people talk, and then if they had any 
like any kind of hint that this person was about to troll them, you know, they would jump them off. And so like I had people know this woman was like, yeah, so I'm, I'm, uh, I just want everyone to stop yelling because it's scaring uh, my dog. And uh, there are kids on the line right now. Somebody came in and impersonated a kid. That was really weird. Uh, they got kicked out. Uh, this one, this another person came in as a kid, and they're like, "I can't find my mom." You know, I was like, "Oh my god, this is crazy!" But these people are like nonstop harassing them hilariously. So, but they're doing it as if they're like other truckers trying to overthrow the government. Anytime they mentioned overthrow the government, they would be like, nope, that's a cop, toss them. That's a cop, toss them. So they were like, people were, you know, as admins, they were moderating it and throwing people out, so. Well, so that's that's this video that uh, the other Thor uh, has posted here. This is on um, the Windsor Zello chat, mm-hmm. whatever that app is. Um, I, 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 I didn't actually go see what it was. I'm assuming it's like a clubhouse type thing where you're, mm-hmm. or, or like a Twitter spaces type thing. Yeah. Um, this was, this was at 7 PM, but this was a several days ago. This moment is one of the greatest in monarch, uh, modern counter protest history. So this video here, let's, um, let's zoom out here. This video is the chat. It's like the screenshot of the chat, the capture of it, but listen, cause the Ram ranch is a song. It's a it's a fucking song. Did you mm-hmm. know that? Uh, I I got hints of that because they kept playing music. I okay, didn't so, know what it was. Yeah. So so listen listen to this video because they they know they're being infiltrated and yeah. then listen to the song. It's hard to hear, but listen closely. Um. So uh, it's come to my attention that this group has been infiltrated. Um, <laughs> they set up to have one goal in mind. And the goal kind of worked, worked its way in the inner circle. Um, and it, it actually worked. Didn't actually think it was going to work. It was kind of a little too easy, if I'm being quite honest. So, so here's the thing. So I'm not sure exactly what Ram Ranch is. Someone actually, I think it was um, uh, Midas Matt, he, he posted it because I, I retweeted this and he posted in the thread that Ram Ranch Resistance, this song is on Spotify, I believe. Mm. Um, if you want to go, you know, if you want to go make sure to to patron these resistors that are going inside these chats and dumping these this song inside these chats and doing this uh, Ram Resistance, which I think actually... <laughs> I think actually what we should do is change the name of this thing from from the trucker convoy to the Ram Ranch Resistance. Like that mm-hmm. should be the thing. We yeah, yeah. Totally Ram Ranch about Resistance. The, Ram yep. Ranch. Res, it's a Ram Ranch Resistance is mm-hmm. what it is to resist fascism. And I think it's a beautiful a beautiful thing that this that this song talks about gay guys sucking each other. Right. That's, that's yep. what it's talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and that that this is and they're freaking out in these in these chats and stuff that this is happening. It is phenomenal, phenomenal that these people are fucking freaking out. Um, 
So, so, but you're saying they're having Twitter spaces is what you're saying. Yeah. So I, so Rachel, uh, she, she tagged me in, in one of them and was like, you got to get in on this. And I was like, what the hell is this? So I join and I'm, you know, it got hundreds of. Oh, thousands. Rachel Bitcoffer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. She tagged okay. me. So I went into one the other day and then I was listening and I was like, I can't tell if this is parody or not. <laughs> is this fucking real? Well, some and, of it is, some of it isn't, right? Right, right. So, so they were talking and it was like, yeah, hey, we're up here. We're going part of the resistance. So we got to figure out how we set up our own bank and all this stuff. And, uh, and I was like, and that, oh. is that the real thing? Is that, that real? was the real, yeah, that was the real one. And had a ton of people listening. We're like, what the fuck's going on? So then uh, I requested to talk because I was like, I want to say something. You know, I want to like see if I can troll these guys. Was I was on, dude, I was on hold for a request for an hour and I listened to these guys. <laughs> just, just, just to try to say just something? Just to try to say something. So I was like, oh man, I got to get a hold of this early on because they're using the hashtag Freedom Convoy 2022. Which and, which the freed uh, the, the hashtag is Ram Ranch Resistance is what it is what it is now right yeah 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 that's what, yeah, yeah. That's right. what it should be right right mm-hmm. so uh, yeah I was in there and I was listening and some and people tried to troll and do all this stuff because I was like I was like either these people are super committed to the bit and they're on here for hours doing this <laughs> like I don't know Kinda if like I would we, have that like much we were patience. committed to Eric Trump yesterday right exactly but at the same time. Uh, yeah, it was one of these things where I was like, this is so bizarre. Like this is, it's, it's almost, it almost sounds like a parody. And then they were saying stuff and I was like, no, this isn't a parody. These are real people <laughs> having a conversation. Well, so it's, it's really weird that like they, they can be duped so easily into thinking that they're the freedom fighters. And there's a couple other videos in that thread. If you go to it and you right. just go to my timeline and there's several in there that they are starting to realize like, Oh, we're the bad guys in this situation. Like we're not the good guys. We're the bad guys. Like they're right. starting, people are starting to come around to, Oh, we're being duped into, into spreading fascism and an anti-democracy message because they think that it's an anti-vaccine message. And it's not what they're doing is trying to topple and really so doubt in democracy right mm-hmm. like that's the whole objective the objective may not to be insurrect a democracy or tear it down but the object of it is to question whether democracy works or not which right. brings me to this next thing speaking of parody democracy russia canada like all in one in this one fucking video now i'm gonna re- let me read the tweet look at all these monitors or this is or- this is crazy shit man a- amazing in a message to vladimir putin QAnon Queen of Canada, quote unquote, this is the QAnon Queen of Canada, um, rejects Ukraine's application to join NATO, right? And officially welcomes Russia to the NATO ally, uh, alliance. This is, this is fucking, I, this is real. This is a real lady. She's apparently some kind of QAnon leader in Canada. She's welcoming um, um, Russia into NATO, it's 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 really fucked. Just listen to this. It's not very long. My fellow Canadians, I address you today as your queen, commander in chief, and head of government. Yep. This message is for President Vladimir Putin of Russia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am rejecting Ukraine's application to join NATO and officially welcoming Russia to NATO alliance. God bless 
and peace and prosperity on earth. What? In insanity. Insanity. The, this, this person, I don't know if she, she had flags made. She right. made flags. Right. Well, for look, look, this at this, organization. look at this shit. She's got flags. She's got like, like God loves you. I mean, it, it of course, you know, it's a cult. It's right, a right. fucking cult. Like you people. And, and like, and I don't know if you could like get this in front of these people that are at this Ram ranch that the Ram ranch resistance is trying to, you know, take these, this, yeah. this fucking fascism down, but, and, and show these people like, look, this is what you're participating in. This is right. the kind of crazy that you people are getting right up in front of. Like you are right there with this lady with your craziness. Like this is this is getting out of fucking control. So this person, <laughs> this person, and and man, you can't make this shit up. Like literally, how would you parody this? I mean, how would you go about it? I would just reshare this video. Like there's <laughs> no like I don't know because it's so it's so batshit crazy to have someone who is self-appointed as the queen of Canada and then say, oh, we reject Ukraine's application and we accept Russia's application. And there, I just... As, I, I as, if, as if the queen of Canada, even if she was the queen of Canada, right? Like, let's right. let's back up a second, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, even if she actually was the queen of Canada, right? What the fuck would she, why would the queen of Canada be able to just unilaterally reject Ukraine's NATO application and accept Vladimir Putin's? I don't understand yeah. how that is even, but, but what gets to the heart of this really and what I think is so dangerous to our democracy. And, 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 you know, I said this yesterday. These people, they don't care about messaging. They don't really care about what is real and what's not. What they care about is, is tearing down democracies and sowing doubt. Mm -hmm. And that's what this is. And here's where all this stuff meets. If you're still wondering if QAnon is propagated by Russia, I would give you this as evidence. Like this... Mm -hmm is clear evidence that not only that QAnon is Russian propaganda, but the, the Ram, the Ram ranch that the Ram ranch resistance is fighting is rush or is Russian propaganda. I believe that all the QAnon, the big lie in this country is Russian propaganda. It's all being clearly funded by the same actor, the right wing actors all around the world. Some of the stuff in Australia is, is mm -hmm. Russian propaganda. And it's all to sow doubt on democracy, right? Yeah. It's not It's not actual aim to necessarily have a fascist state here or overthrow this government, overthrow that. It's just a little by little eat away at the idea that democracy is the best way of social society and governing, right? Right. And, yeah, and I think the, the thing, too, is, you know, this is something that's not new, right? Like, how do you weaken your enemy or weaken those who are uh foreign to you right like it's not going to be an overnight thing because if it was an overnight thing then somebody if not all the people would say hey this is really fucked up we can't do this right mm -hmm. however if you were to let's say get certain uh agents you know uh people who were american and then you were able to flip them you know um, for whatever incentive or 
blackmail, if it were, uh, to make certain decisions mm-hmm. and and do certain policies and, and enact certain things and here and there. And so, like over time, the erosion of democracy through uh, an in from an internal enemy is the way that you do it. It's not right. oh, it's, it's just not little sudden. by little by little. Right. Exactly. And it's and it's not invading, right? Right. It's 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 a depro it's a deproging or reprogramming from within. Right. Because they're really deprogramming a population that democracy may not be the best option, right? Right. Like and we have we see this on 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 the left and the right, right? But the, the right is way more dangerous because the right uses violence um, they want to use death and just kill their enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, the left is a little different when you have this extreme extremism towards totalitarianism, right? Like, like um, we we see this a little bit in in our body politic um, on the left with some of the Bernie Sanders supporters who were like Bernie Bust back in 2016. Mm-hmm. Like that that kind of errs on the side of totalitarianism, authoritarianism. Like one person can fix it, and it, if we can't get that, then we don't want anything. The same now, a huge extreme and a huge, huge expansion of this idea through Fox News and the right wing media, because fascism is a hell of a lot better vehicle to sell totalitarianism mm-hmm. than than is communism or left wing. But um, in MAGA and this this Trumpism shit um, and it's bleeding throughout the world. But here's here's what I believe. Here's what I believe. This is all an attempt for Vladimir Putin to do exactly what you're saying. Chip away at democracy little by little, but infiltrate, infiltrate the governments so that he has a way. He has a way of making sure he's still in power because right. we've seen the Ukraine thing this morning. And we're going to get to the interview here soon. But I want to go through the Ukraine thing really quick. Um, I, I don't have a, a, a lot of articles to show you, but I did see this morning that it appears that Russian sh- Russian soldiers are moving around. It seems like they're pulling back, but Putin's not saying they're pulling back. They're moving to different locations. Right. Well, today listen- was the today was the anticipated day because correct. Uh, well, we seen the president yesterday with this, right? Statement. Right, yeah, and he gave a warning a couple of days ago as well to saying like, you know, we anticipate the 16th to be the day in which you know an invasion or an action against us is taken. Um, so I don't know. I will say, okay, so quickly last on the last point, which was like, you know, this slow erosion of democracy mm-hmm. from within the thing, if anyone out there or yourself has, has watched this before the planet earth uh, with Sigourney Weaver, where she narrates the parasite with the ant, right? right. I don't know if anyone's seen that, but there's this basically how it works is a parasite will invade a colony. It'll, it'll take hold of, of one ant. Right. And, uh, from within it'll grow and drive that ant crazy now if no one figures out what's going on then it 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 just corrupts the whole colony and they all get infected and they all die however there they can sense if an ant is off right like it's going against the way it's it's kind of off the you know the beaten path and and whatnot um they it's will, not adhering to the norms. Of right, the exactly. Co- of the like, right. There's there's a mindset, right? We're group mind. We're going to do this together we're to accomplish a greater good for the queen. Right. But what ends up happening is if they don't, then it crumbles and, and, and fails. Now, there will be a few soldier ants that will can detect this and say, great, we are in charge of taking this fucker and taking him miles away from the colony so that they can't come back because what's going to end up happening is this thing gets disoriented. doesn't know what's going on. And if it infects everyone, it's done. So what they end up doing is taking it far away so that the parasite could then 
basically bust out of the ant like an alien because it's been infecting it and driving it crazy. That's what's happening here. And that's, I think that is the closest kind of comparison to what's happening within the country is like, if we, as people who are pro-democracy do not remove this, this, this parasite from right. the U S then what's going to happen is what we've seen happening. It is slowly eroding the minds and the democracy that we have in this country. So if we don't do anything, we're fucked. And right. so that's, that's our role right now that I see us as, is the people who are going to take this fucking parasite, you know, filled ant miles away. So it doesn't infect the rest of the U S right. Country. We, us pro-democracy people have to do our part to uh, get rid of the parasite, as you're saying, which which I believe is fascism. But right. more more than anything, just in 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 the way of fascism in this country, it really is anti-democracy, right? Mm -hmm. Like like they don't it, fascism is just the easy vehicle, right? right. That these that these anti-democracy people are using. That's the easy vehicle to get people there. And speaking of that, um, because I want to go real quick here soon to the Trump White House logs. Also, right. that that's in the news. But I also want to talk about this true social before we do the uh, oh yeah yeah. yeah the interview with the Jojo from Jersey, because I think that that all plays into this. But when, when you talk about when you talk about uh, propaganda and the right wing and fascism. So we've seen Durham release um, his court document, which is all bullshit with Hillary Clinton and the emails. Um, and I think I think this is a setup. And here's what I think the, the right wing setup is. They want John Durham to do this. And mm -hmm. they want it to appear that the Department of Justice is not prosecuting Hillary Clinton. Right. Right. So they want the Department of Justice and Merrick Garland to look like they're not prosecuting a very high, you know, a, a very uh, 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 high up official, uh, uh, a, a former president or almost president mm -hmm. um, because they want that messaging. And the reason why they want that messaging on their side is because that messaging has already started to take hold on the pro-democracy side, right? Mm -hmm. So the pro-democracy side is keeps saying over and over and over again, oh my God, if we don't do something today, if Merrick Garland doesn't act, we need to get Merrick Garland out. We need to get someone who will act, right? That language has already worked its way into the, the pro-democracy language, which right. is a problem. And the reason why it's a problem with messaging is because the right wing is about to appropriate that language. The get rid of Merrick Garland. The only way to get rid of Merrick Garland is to vote in Republicans, right? Mm -hmm. So they're going to change the message, but people out there that already have this little bit in their brain that oh, Merrick, the Attorney General isn't isn't prosecuting powerful people like Trump, when they do the whole Hillary Clinton thing, mm -hmm. right? It's going to start to erode at pro democracy. So we and that's that fucking parasite, little by little by little. That's why us as pro democracy people can't let ourselves have have the parasite and eat it too right right like we can't we can't have both you can't yeah. you can't you can't make sure to get rid of the parasite that's going to destroy democracy but embrace it when it helps you and right. what i mean by helps you is helps your narrative that oh merrick garland we need to get someone who's going to prosecute trump you know so we have to be very careful on how we're messaging this stuff um because we do need to hold merrick garland and the department of justice accountable we right. do need to do that. And, and and here's here's some reasons why. Let's go to um let's see, let's go back to let's see. I think uh, true social is still 
uh, trending here. Mm-hmm. Uh, for $4.99, you can... For, uh... so, so, so this is this is funny. So first thing I want to do is the Trump logs. Uh, apparently, Joe Biden and the Biden administration are going to release the logs, uh, the Trump White House logs, which is yeah. pretty significant. If I can find it here. Um, it was... The executive, executive privilege... Yeah, well, so so that is very significant. And I think the reason why, and of course, it's not showing up. The reason why it's significant is because it's going to show who was in that fucking, who was in the White House, when they were in the White House, and mm-hmm. what discussions. And I think it's going to be significant for the January 6th Select Committee to tell that story to America. Because right. I believe this is the real thing that will happen, is that prosecutions, no prosecutions, who's prosecuted, who's not prosecuted, who goes to prison, who doesn't. I believe that when America actually discovers the story that the the current president of the United States at the time during January 6th, Donald Trump, was trying to overthrow the Constitution. Like, that was their goal. When they discover that and it clicks in their brain that there was a coup attempt, then what will happen is it it will change the narrative. America doesn't know this yet. I, I've said this before. I was talking to a good friend the other day. He's not dumb. He doesn't He doesn't not pay attention to the news. He pays attention to current issues. He had no idea that the Trump White House and the Trump administration were destroying documents. No clue. Had no clue that, that top secret documents were down at Mar-a-Lago, that this reporting even existed. No fucking mm-hmm. clue. This is not a stupid person. This is not a person that doesn't pay attention to political issues. Right. But it is not in the national conversation yet, and that is a problem. Speaking mm-hmm. of the national conversation and social media and how it works, uh, we have Truth Social. So you were saying four ninety nine. Um, what what is? Because here's here's the story. Don Jr. Uh, oh, we're back to Don Jr. Post a screen. Joe Biden post Joe a screen, Biden <laughs> post a screenshot on Instagram of what he says is former President Trump's first post on upcoming social media platform True Social, which we wouldn't know because you can't download it. It doesn't work. Correct? Is that you the can, case? Uh, I believe you can download the app. Uh, okay. However, you can't do anything with it. And the the reason that it's so that this is so hilarious is because. They went on to Twitter right. to advertise an app that you cannot get access to. Right. But at the same time, for all these people who complain and bitch and moan about, oh, you know what? Twitter sucks. We hate mm-hmm. Twitter. Don't be on Twitter. They just promoted an app that looks identical to Twitter. Do you think do you think there may Twitter may sue Trump or t- true social at some point? I because I, I, I don't so know exactly how here, how the copyrights you know, a lot of, so like that I, yeah. So I can tell you I can tell you this much as a designer who has worked on mobile apps and websites um, from the design aspect, you, you have no real grounds to sue anyone because. You know, everyone is in it, you know. A, a... You're talking about the source code that makes it look the way it looks. Is that well, right? Well, that, no, no, that that's completely different. If they were, for whatever reason, had access to uh, uh, the the actual code algorithms, like the way that it was developed and programmed, then sure, that's, a, that's, that's an issue because they have, uh, that is proprietary. Uh, right. Right. Uh, uh, that's, yeah, that's it's copyright own, right? material. It's that, theirs. Yeah, it's trademark. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's their property. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's their IP. However, on the design side, there's little you could do on that because uh, they look similar, but right. they're not the same. 
So unless they were stealing Mm -hmm. things that were verbatim the same way or whatever, no, it looks identical, obviously for the purpose that they want to bring people over because it's something that looks the same, but there's little that they can do in terms of the aesthetic or look and feel of a website. Because if you were to do that case, like you look at all social media, everyone is like some version of Facebook and how like a feed looks and how cards look and how a profile around profile photo and a, a cover photo, like they're all, they're all stealing from each other, you know, as inspiration, but um, there's little that you could do for like, Oh, this is an exact replica. Now, if that were the case, you know, right. Well, here's the problem that I see with it. Well, uh, there's a couple Liam Neeson here alludes to one Trump's new true social is where free speech quote unquote costs four 99 a week. This is not a month. A fucking week. They're charging them by the week. And I think the reason why they're charging them by the week is like, well, we'll get the first 12 weeks out of them, maybe 11 weeks. We'll charge them by the week because there's no way that someone would like do a month, you know, or whatever. So right. I think that's why they're doing. But I also stuff. think the reason this is, is yeah. because one, uh, well, these people have already donated money to this campaign or this like election defense fund or mm-hmm. whatever the fuck it's called. But four ninety nine. Per week, right? That's five bucks, four weeks, that's 20 bucks, 12 months, 240 bucks a year, right? Now, I don't think anyone's really going to do this. Now, remember, the company that's behind this is trading, is publicly traded, but there's that whole like, what's Yeah, it's the... a pump and dump. Right, exactly. Yeah, what's going on? It's being investigated. And then on top of that, the other thing is I see people who are like, oh, you know, like fucking, uh, uh, what's his face? I just made fun of him this morning. Um, <laughs> Nick it, Adams, right? Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, because he because he basically said it's going to make him rich. Right? right, it's going to make him rich, which is at the same time it's like, well, you know what? Actually, I think Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk and Bill Gates have something to say about that. Right, right, uh, right. But you look at it and you say, like, to do the math, right? Like that's two forty a year per person. Right now, you you want to get into the triple digits of billions of dollars? Like there are right. not that many people. In right. the US. The US has 330, 350 million people, right? Like you're you're not gonna get to the levels that you want. That would assume everyone was going to join. Now right, which they're not. They're right, they're exactly. Not. But uh, what I think is happening here is they're using this to fucking bootstrap this fucking app. Right. They don't have the money, right? So to they're actually gonna get, keep they're this gonna going long term. Right. right. So they're gonna go in the black or they're gonna go in the in the red real quick. So they and, gotta have cash. Exactly. So, and if so they can get cash up front, then that's that's money. You, there's probably little you can do in terms of getting that money refunded. So they're trying to get people on the hook immediately to right. sign up. And I wouldn't be surprised if they offer some sort of like annual fee where it's like, oh, if you pay all of it up front, we'll then you give get, you like a 10% discount. Well, so 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 that leads me to my next point. Because here's what I see happening, because we already see it with Don Jr. posting the the whatever it's called on true social on Twitter. Right. Here's here's the problem that it looks so much like Twitter and that they're going to be saying that Trump tweeted. They're going to say, I tweeted on this. You're, you're really, you're, you're, it's not going to work. It's not nope. going to work because you're tweeting. So here's the other reason why I think the 499 is going to fucking fail is because why would you pay 499 to go to a website and look at him tweet? Cause that's literally what you're doing. Right. You're paying you're 499 just, to yeah, see to him, him tweet. Yeah. When everyone is going to screenshot the post that he posts, and then put it over right on the on, free on app. 
And I'm not saying that someone out there should take the the post and make it the way it looks and do fake posts and post those. I'm just saying, I'm not saying someone should, I'd probably piss off Daniel Dale for sure. Probably. If someone did that. So I'm going to get a knock on my front door from Daniel Dale. He's going to be like, excuse me, this is not actually real. And I'd be like, thank you, Daniel. Now come on the show. Yeah. I'm, I want Daniel on because I want to, I want to, um, I want to talk to him about, about the, uh, the, the, you know, you know, that, that, yeah, you know, the the past and possibly future. Right, possibly future of what yeah. could happen. You know, may, maybe we could clue in um, the handful of fact checkers that you piss off on yeah. a weekly basis. I will say this. Some of the fact, I mean, like, I'm now on kind of a first-name basis with a few fact checkers that have that have reached out to me, and they're like, hey, your post went viral. Can we get a quote? <laughs> if we're, and I'm like, okay. Well, you, you know what? You know what's funny is someone DM'd me, like, some kind of screenshot. The other day. I think I sent it to you. They're like, is oh, yeah. this Gabe? Is this Gabe? I'm like, fuck, I don't know. How the fuck am I supposed to know? I, I, they act like I've got some kind of insight. And I'm like, half the time, half the time, it's tweeted before I even fucking know that it, it, where it came from. Right. So, you know, I mean, I mean, I when I see the statements, I try to send them to you. Right. So you can see that. The yeah, real no, one. I haven't done one in, in a few weeks. Well, now, apparently so. the, the last one that happened with Grandpa Poopy Pants over over this, uh, the Mizars, the accounting firm. Right. He fucking he went. He's lost. Yeah. He's fucking lost. I mean, it is, uh, you know, makes sense. You would get pissed off, too, if the company that, had been, you know, is like, hey, we can't account for the last 10 years of whatever the documents he gave us. Like, that's the sign of like them, the accounting firm going, oh, shit everyone's career as a CPA, you know, lawyer, uh, financial kind of advisor is now at stake because if we say yes to this decade of, of taxes or these documents, we're fucked. We're fucked. I mean, we're probably already fucked, but we would just be less fucked. Well, and I said this yesterday, when you're in the situation that Mizars is in, you got a choice and you got only two choices. You are either going to be part of the prosecution Mm-hmm. Or you're going to be part of the defense. Yeah. So they chose. They chose to be part of the prosecution. That is obvious here. Alan Weisselberg has chosen to be part of the defense. Obviously, the Trump family and the Trump organization has decided to be part of the defense. But the accounting firm who filed their fucking financial reports for for decades yeah. took the last the last ten or twelve or so and said they're fucking ridiculous. This is not real. And they are going to be part of the prosecution now. And I think that's very significant. Because remember, this is the same accounting firm that all the time during the election and uh, after that, when he was like, oh, well, I'm being audited. I'm being audited. They're auditing me. The IRS is auditing me. These these fake these fake claims that he said were like, if you're being audited, you can't release the documents. Right. You can't release them because they can change and because they're being updated and this and this and that. Right. And that is not true that that that's just right he made that up but remember you mean he made shit up come on right i know it's crazy (laughs) but remember that all these claims he made when he was running for president to say like oh i can't show because i'm under audit i can't do it because they're reviewing it i can't do it because that's the accounting firm that up until this point they were completely fine with letting him make these claims they weren't getting into that shit. Right. They weren't doing it because I don't even know if it was public. Maybe it might have been, but I don't know. If well, it was no, really they, like- they, there's been people reporting on this Mizar since 2018 and really um, doing some pressure. But, but it wasn't like it wasn't like right. mainstream. Like right. no one really exactly. heard about it because 
once it was brought up, it was dismissed of this, like, it's under audit, right? right so it was exactly. like, we're going to keep billing, we're going to keep doing. Well, that's, that's the big paying. lie in the, in the mountain of lies. Right. That's why he has so many lies is because right. then you But it's to- crazy. It took this long to get them to finally say, oh, you know what, fuck, we are fucked. Well, but I think Tish James is the one who's got them here um, because of the civil lawsuit. And I think that's <clears throat> yeah. why it's so important to to understand that there is a civil and a criminal lawsuit in, in the state of New York. And I think that's super important. This interview that we're going to have with Joe, it's really, it's it's a fun interview. You guys are going to love it. I know you guys out there on Twitter love JoJo from Jers. We had such a fun time. Um, stick right here with us right after this break. Uh, We'll have the interview with Joe. Stay right with us. We'll be right back. Mark, 60 seconds. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Are you annoyed by masks infringing on your rights? Do you wish you didn't have to comply with Biden's communist mask mandate? Are you tired of wearing masks that actually fit your face? Well, now you don't have to be. Introducing the Droop. With our patented Droop technology, every mask is uniquely molded to not fit your face. Just send us a selfie and we'll have one of our Droopists mold the mask for you elastic free. Thanks to the Droop, I don't even need to pull my mask down anymore. It just sags that way. The Droop lets you customize from a selection of pre-worn masks, lipstick stains included. Make sure to order your Droop today. Droop, be the spread you want to see in the world. Catch Tony's Twitch stream, The Shit List Roundup, at twitch.tv slash the Tony Michaels. We're back to the king of brilliance. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the show. We have a special guest with us. The social media extraordinaire, Joe Joe from Jers. Joe, how are you? I have a few questions to start out. I, I want to ask you about Becky Sue because okay. I love Becky Sue. She and hasn't then, been, she hasn't been real motivated lately. Yeah, I mean, you sure she doesn't want to speak on Joe Rogan. <laughs> her best. I don't buddy, think. Probably. I I don't think she probably watches that. I don't know. I think she's just a little too disconnected to watch that stuff. I don't oh, know. Yeah. She, she was going to watch. Know what watch. podcasting is? Does she know what podcasts are? Well, no, because she thinks that everything's a vlog. So she thinks it's a video <laughs> vlog. Positive vlog. Yeah, she doesn't vlog. know. She probably think a podcast was something to do with like laundry detergent. Like that, I, that's that's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. I don't know. I don't wash my clothes with those podcasts. <laughs> I just use See, power. So we're already we're already developing a, a Rogan video. Like I don't know who this Joe Rogan is, but I don't know. I Joe heard Rogan. Like Joe Rogan. Okay. <laughs> yeah, my daddy's daddy uses Rogan, but I don't know. Yeah. That. <laughs> it's can suck his own dick. <laughs> she doesn't hey. I, I, I just got an idea because Gabe played Rogan on an RNN sketch that we did. Uh-huh. And you played Becky Sue on an RNN sketch. Maybe what we should do is have Rogan, you on Joe Rogan's show. Becky Sue on Joe Rogan's mm. show. Okay. I like That's it. That's what we should do. <laughs> we should do something <laughs> like, like that. Yeah. Because uh, Gabe makes Gabe makes a perfect um, Joe yeah, Rogan. You know, I got a cigar and I got a ball <laughs> cap. Uh-huh. It's pretty uncanny. 
I can see right. that. Exactly. Looks exactly with, like the hair that comes out of the hair, the bald cap. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I really don't give a shit. I'm just like, yeah, put it on. Cool. Okay, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely, you definitely got to have the hair hanging out so it looks cheesy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because he looks cheesy. Oh god, he's, he's, I can't stand him. I, Did honestly, you see the apology video? Like, like here's a guy who like. For a living, he sits in front of a microphone and a camera and records himself. And he did such a shitty job at recording that. that so fucking... He always, whenever he does the videos, he always is, uh, he, he's got that thumb face going on. Yeah. He's right. underneath the camera. Yeah. Right, and he's like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> I'm never yeah. I don't know. I do like listen, that. Yeah. Girls. Okay. yeah. He's like, listen, here's the context of when I said the N word. It's like, we didn't need any right. context. Right. It, you yeah. said it. So that was you, enough. You heard what they're doing today. So they're blaming, they're blaming it all on Midas touch and the Mizellus brothers. Really? Because yeah, mm-hmm. we even entered the chat. They, in the, in <laughs> they the thread, the in the thread, they pulled a clip from the show that we had Brett and Jordy on. And they put that in the clip. Like, see, look here. This is more evidence. Like we were talking about, we were playing trivia in the clip. Right. Like literally it was, like of course we say like stop the steal and we were joking you know but but it, it it's like oh my god you people are fucking out of your minds like literally it is not a secret that Patriot takes is with Midas Touch and Patriot right. takes did not make it a secret that they made the video yeah it's it's the the one tweet that you sent me was they were like oh this is what's uh, they said like oh they're uh their background is in marketing and whatever, right, and right. like masters of manipulation and stuff. And what's important to know is that Brett used to work as a as an editor, social media person for Ellen, and that's important because dot dot dot. And then like posted these two article like screenshots of when they got featured in like Variety or something, right? Which means nothing. W- which is also like n- nobody altered the video. Right. said those things right. and they're it's on the internet it's not like they had to go inside like a storage room to find these tips or something <laughs> right right exactly like yeah. he had them up that was him he said he, it so you're mad at people attacking him for him saying, saying the stuff but not mad that, that he, he said, said this stuff right yeah. Got it. Well, okay. and it's hilarious that the t- today they're attacking howard stern like see he said the n-word too and it's yeah. like okay well if you're mad at him if you're mad at him, Stern, for saying it, then you right. must be mad at Rogan, right. but you're not. So, like, like right. decide which one you want. And and Gabe Gabe sent me, was it, yeah, you sent me the rock thing. Like, when the rock turned, yeah, yeah. you sent it to me in a DM. And I'm like, dude, it's, uh, Rogan's over. Like, this Yeah, is I didn't it. see, so I saw a reference to the rock and Rogan, but I did not see what happened. So, it was, uh, well, it, it was somebody mashed up two clips together. So, basically, it was... The Rock from the '90s, early 2000s, in there, and he does his like dumb dumb ding, like he's doing like a Chinese like. Right. Oh thing. yeah, that video. Well, that's well, what he did, and then the person cut it to Rogan on the side commenting UFC and was like, oh whoa, 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 you know, that's what happened. Right. Uh, well, and, but the Rock was defending Rogan. Right, right, right. But right. it was Tim Tim Pool then started sharing these videos of like. I'm so glad the rocks, uh, the rocks stood up against racism and then posted that clip from back when, and then people started cutting clips together. And then there was stuff. Then, then I also shared with you like, uh, TYT, the, the young Turks. Yeah. Where where Um, they say the N word. It doesn't matter. Like, doesn't matter the context. They still set it on the air. Right. And people are like, Oh, well the left's not going after him. I'm like, Everyone should get called out if they said this word. Like, yeah. I don't know why it's. And then you decide. Left or right, it's you said it. It's bad. Right. right. There's no context for it. Right. Especially but, but here's, 
especially when this is what I tweeted yesterday. I think it was yesterday. It all blends together. But especially when you when you have said it so many times that right. someone can splice together a compilation that's minutes long of you saying it. It's like right. there's there could not be enough context on the planet earth to cover your ass for that like you shouldn't say it once let alone have a compilation video that they possibly made it's just ridiculous right. i can't you're like listen i can i can explain why i said it and it's like no don't just no stop. well no, like, you, like you're you saying it. joe if you if you had one clip of you saying it there might be context of which you could explain right yeah. but like it's yeah. over and over and over again and the yeah. other thing too is and like the hard off too it's like right oh boy, okay R right right yeah. and and yeah. The other thing too is he had all this stuff, like some of the stuff that made it in that video. He had it in his stand-up for like two years. This isn't like he was like being recorded by someone in a room where he was talking privately. The dude was in front of a microphone, in front of a camera, knowing what he was saying, recording yeah. it, and then he would publish it. Like yeah. he would intentionally publish it. So it's not like he didn't know that he didn't say this stuff. Okay. And yeah, he he talks a lot, so he probably forgets a lot of stuff that he says, but. When you when you get recalled with your content that's on the internet with a video that's spliced together, you know you said it. It's not like some kind yeah. of fucking deep state kind of thing where they're deep faking him saying this shit. It's mm -hmm. him. Right. And he even and, admits in the apology, even yeah. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. And then his apology about Planet of the Apes is even worse. I mean, it's even worse. It's like, no, I didn't. I would never compare. You just did compare them to apes. Yeah. You literally. You made you a joke. Laugh. Yeah. You laughed. Yeah. At yeah. the expense of African Americans. Yeah. Like that's what it was. Yeah. So, so like, up to the, the lead up to the apology though, because The Rock, you know, everyone was going after Spotify, which I have my own opinion on that, which we can talk about. I'm sorry, I see that video now. Yeah. yeah. So so that everyone was on the Spotify thing, right? Yeah. And then and then The Rock had kind of defended him and Don Winslow, which I'm not always a fan of, but Don calls him out on Twitter and says, Hey man, you're really defending racism here and post the Patriot takes um, a compilation of him saying the N word. Okay. And then the rock immediately, like, like a gangster friggin' just says, he said he, he moves the conversation from delete Spotify and it's the platforms problem to know this is a Joe Rogan problem. And he, he moves it straight to this argument of, of, of racism and you shouldn't be saying this stuff and we shouldn't be listening to people who are saying this stuff. And the rock did a beautiful job as he always does. Yeah. And, and like immediately I'm like, Oh, he's fucking done. Like this whole boycott Spotify thing. I'm like, you're not, that's not going to work. It's not going to work. He's getting paid a hundred million bucks. Spotify is making a shit ton of money off the shit he's saying to the people he's saying it to. Yeah. But when rock, the rock entered the conversation, I'm like, Oh my God, you are fucking, you are done, son. You are mm -hmm. over. You might. And that's what the apology was about. He might yes. as well. His apology should have been this. If he wanted to do a video, I'm a comedian. It was comedy. Get the fuck over it. Yeah. It is what he should have said. I mean, that's literally what he was trying to say, but mm. I, I think, I think it's, I think it's a situation where, um, I mean, Spotify he also, already I mean, walked I, away from. Uh, yeah, episodes. I mean, like he could say, like, "Hey, listen, I'm a comedian," and he could be like, "Ah, oh, you know, in retrospect, like it wasn't a great joke. I shouldn't have said right. it. Mm -hmm. You know, at the time, you know, I thought it was funny. However, mm -hmm. since then, I have changed, matured, and realized uh, that's not okay to say. 
obviously doesn't really help out because he just kept saying it for years and years <laughs> right, after. Right. So it's hard for you to be like, I did it in a bit. And it was like in the moment and mm-hmm. that was it. And it wasn't just like one time. It was like, oh, he did it. it, did, it, did, it, did, it, did it. He mm-hmm. kept doing it again and again. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just that thing. Cause then there's all the other stuff that came out, which is like, oh, oh God. kind of, you know, take advantage of women, sexual right, assault, right, right, and, this, yeah. and that. And it's like, it's like when you start telling everything up, it's not so great. And it's hard for someone to be like, I'm just a comedian. It's like, man, you might just be a shitty person. I don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, right. But, but I mean, what other arguments does he have at this point? That's going to keep, because they've already, they've already, which, which is the best part that he's like, Oh, Spotify doesn't cancel me. And his audience is like no cancel culture and get to say whatever you want. And Spotify deletes a hundred episodes. Like immediately. 110. Yeah. Right, right. It wasn't yeah. 110. Yeah. Cause it was yeah. 70 and then it went to a hundred. So yeah. they, yeah, now I think it's at 110. Well, there's that. There's that. What is it? G A G R E tracking. 113 episodes are missing from Spotify. Last mm. checked four minutes ago. So, mm. so now yeah. it's 113. Well, so because originally when he moved to Spotify, Spotify bought all the episodes, but they 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 canned like 12 of them. I think 11 or 12 of them they canned. Right. Um, so they they wouldn't even touch those episodes, but they touched all the ones that you know. Um, yeah. that obviously Patriot takes got his hands on to uh, to make that video. So yeah, mm-hmm. I I I you know I don't know um, <clears throat> exactly what happens with Spotify and Rogan, but I know Spotify's got a lot of choices to make when um, and Rogan's got a lot of choices to make because man, you can't you're not going to be able to run around this country pissing off someone like Rock the the Rock. I mean Dwayne Johnson. There's no fucking way the dude is too fucking. I mean he makes he he swings hard in Hollywood now. Like he he's is the highest it. paid. I think he's the highest paid actor in Hollywood. Right. Well, but he, I, there was, it, and then there was that interaction with, uh, Sherry Jacobs, right. Where mm-hmm. he right. went at her and was like, Hey, you're all of my time. That, that was yesterday. Like, right. That was yesterday. Well, or... It was two, two days ago, three days ago. Oh, okay. He was like, Hey, don't be so triggered. And everyone's like, uh, not great. Like, don't Wait. say that about a woman. Joe Rogan said that. No, no, this no, is the rock. rock. Because and then he came back and gave was, out apologies. She was for calling that. out The Rock for saying, like, you're supporting this guy who is oh. saying these things. And then he was like, I- I'm sure, and you know, I don't want to speak for him, but I'm sure, like, at the moment, he's like getting shit from everyone. And yeah. she was one person who was like, you need to say something. And he was like, uh, don't be so triggered. And everyone's like, don't do that. And then yesterday, he came out with an apology. And he's like, listen, I just want to say, I'm sorry. I apologize. I shouldn't have done that. And actually, like, and here's the thing. I like, see you it now. This, right. You look at this weekend, and this weekend was, like, full of apologies. It was Joe right. Rogan making an apology. It was Aquafina making an apology. It was The Rock making an apology. Uh, and then making another apology. But then, like, in the second apology to her, he, like, owned up. And he's like, listen, I apologize. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. You you got the the wrong end of, of my day. And, we, you know, you don't deserve that. And, like, you know, I've got a, I've got a big voice. And it's important to use it. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, "Wow, that was that's pretty good." You don't really see a lot of people do that, you know, in terms of like owning up to being like, "Oh shit!" Like, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make up for what I just did here. So, mm. He said well, that I, Rogan's I, Rogan's response was contrite, and more importantly, open to change to become better. Was that Rogan? the one to Was that the one to her originally, or was that the yeah? One? I guess so. Hi, Sherry. Good morning. It's DJ. You're all over my timeline, so I wanted to share some context with you. So hopefully, you're no longer triggered by headlines you read. I thought his response was contrite and more importantly, open to change to become better. And then I see her response to him, but I don't see him responding to her again. Oh no, he made a. I think he made a separate tweet on its own. 
Oh, okay. And so he just made it like, here's a tweet and I'm tagging her in it. And then she responded. And then everyone's like, oh, this oh, is there amazing. Is. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. People can have actual dialogue and not go at each other. Like, is this what, like, is this what being civil looks like? Right. Cause that's what it was. Right. It was like, oh, that's crazy. Two people were able to have a difference of yeah. opinion in the moment and then own up and be like, oh, actually I was wrong. I'm sorry. Right. And I like well, that he said, he said, um, I didn't show up the way I would have liked to in our dialogue. And my language to you was offensive. Not if you found my language offensive, because right, that's yeah. the fucking ploy that people pull all yeah, the time. I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah. Right. Who right. says uh, it was offensive and I apologize. Good. Okay. I have opinions about Spotify. I posted a message the other day. I'm like, I'm not going to deplatform myself. Uh, you know, I, I, I've seen so many people deplatform themselves from Spotify that have voices against Rogan. And I'm like, you know, mm -hmm. people people deleting their Spotify account, their personal Spotify account to where they don't give their money to Spotify. I'm all for that. That that yeah. makes that makes sense. But for people who have a voice against Rogan, who are who are trying to combat that bullshit, like inside the space of noise. Right. Like if you go to a protest and you're protesting Nazis and Nazis show up and you're like, well, I'm not going to do this anymore because they're here. Like, well, what the fuck? I mean. You have to you have to go belly to belly with this stuff. And right. I was so disappointed to see some people and I'm not going to name them, but I was so disappointed to see some people that deplatform themselves because what's going to happen is that less people are going to hear their message, which is very disappointing because those messages are super important, like to democracy, like mm -hmm. not just not just to the whole Rogan's a fucking clown. Like literally this, these fascists are clinging to Rogan for a reason. Yeah, like that's the whole point. Mm -hmm. And right. so point. I, I was a little disappointed to see that they would walk away um, from that platform because not only is it just Spotify, but Spotify owns like half the podcast universe, which, yeah. you know, I don't know if that's right, wrong or indifferent, but we do live in a capitalist country. So that's just it's the fucking system we got. It's kind of like Citizens United. You either play ball or you fucking lose. Right. So I, 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 my stance is, is that um, especially with like the musicians, because the musicians, I completely understand. Um, and not, not that necessarily their, their voice is going to matter so much in the political space, but for someone who has political commentary, like we do on this show, I mean, we clown them a lot, but we do, uh, try to have a serious conversation about the politics of everything to deplatform my message or anyone else who gets downloaded way more than we do to deplatform themselves. I think it's a disservice um, not only to the people who want to listen, but to our democracy. Like it yeah. is important that some of those voices be heard. And when That's they deplatform themselves, they don't, they don't like it's hundreds of thousands of ears that don't get to hear that message. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah, know. They're, just, I, they're not going to go away from Spotify. The point was to get them to, to drive them away from Spotify, but they're probably not going to do that. They're just, like you said, they're just going to find what they are there to find anyway. Right. Well, yeah. well I, I mean, I mean, the, the, the object is to get Joe Rogan in a place where Joe Rogan decides if he's going to continue to make this shitty fucking content that is ruining parts of what I think is the fabric of society. Like he's he's injecting um, massive misinformation to people mm -hmm. and they're acting on it. It's not like, you know, it's a funny joke. Like this isn't a funny fucking joke anymore. Like you're, yeah. it's not, you're not a comedian at this point. And yeah. I guess that's the point I was trying to make with, you know, his statement, he basically should have just said, I'm a comedian. Fuck you. You know, what mm -hmm. are you going to do about it? 
and 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 move on with it and just continue to do what you're going to do. Um, but it, now that The Rock is in the conversation, and it, I hate that it has to be that way because someone was waiting for a, a heavy hitter to come in and really um, show Joe Rogan how to handle the situation, and I think mm-hmm. The Rock is doing that. Um, mm-hmm. Regardless of the back and forth that he had, I think he's doing that. So I, yeah. hope, I hope that goes well. But. Yeah. I wish we lived in a world where there was no Joe Rogan podcast. That's all. I mean, every guy that I have yeah. dated and met in, in the last three years has been a Rogan listener, and it's just, oh my God, so annoying. They're all sucking their own dicks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not. Dave always back to the dick sucking. <laughs> I mean, uh, you can't. You can't get rid of it, right? Like he right. said, he's like, "Yo, I suck about dude," or like, "I yeah, did it right." So exactly. I could, no, no, I, I put my head. Do I put my. Right, head right. I got my head closed. Yeah, I could do can... like I put my okay. mouth around it, not yeah, on right. it, but around it. You know, he totally like, had that. Well, you can't put that toothpaste back in the tube. It's like right, what? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no uh, pun intended, know. right? Yeah. Well, you know, it in in the RNN sketch where Gabe does Rogan, um, he is at the beginning of it when Rogan shows up. He is uh, making some, you know, yeah, noises that sound like fellatio. Um, <laughs> and then at the end, uh, you know, just wrap it up, you know? <laughs> so so that, is, that is in the clip. Because actually, we weren't going to put that in the clip. And t- it was like, what, that day that we recorded yeah, that? Yeah, we were filming it, and I was happened. like, yeah, we were doing it. And I was like, what if I just start with it? Like, right out of the gate. I'm just going <laughs> yeah. to town. Go big or go home. But that's and I was right. like holding right. my own head down, you know? When oh, we do satire, we don't fuck around. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you can love yourself, but don't love yeah. yourself. Hey, Valentine's <laughs> Day is around the corner, so. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, enough of the, the blowjob talk. Um, <laughs> I said no one ever. Uh, <laughs> that's what she said. Okay, are you ready to play trivia? Are you ready? I'm, I was born ready. Okay, Gabe, are you, are you ready to play trivia? I right. am ready. Let's do this. I'm going to ask you both five multiple choice questions. Each question is worth one point. The first one to ring in on their buzzer, give a thumbs up, will get a chance to answer the question. Get it wrong, and your opponent will have a shot for the point. Whoever has the most points after five questions wins. Are you guys ready? Let's play. <laughs> Question number one. It's often regarded as one of the best video games of its generation. What gaming platform did GoldenEye 007 debut on? A, PlayStation, B, N64, C, Sega Dreamcast, or D, Sega Saturn? PlayStation. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Fuck! <laughs> I want to say, I want to say Sega Genesis. Oh, incorrect. What are you, Damn come it. on, guys. Damn it's it. N64. Oh, it was N64? I didn't play yeah. that game. Oh, oh you never played that I game? I don't like Ugh. I don't like that person games i love video games don't like first person shooters i don't like that perspective it's that fun. that was like the first like first person shooter big the big yeah. one that was yeah, the yeah. first it was, yeah. big one it, the yeah. reason why they had it on n64 now that i'm remembering this is because of the 64 bits right because they had to have that to accomplish the don't know Maybe don't know giving yeah. us oh, on this. oh you, well you, you, oh, you well. couldn't even answer oh, well. the question yet. you have details <laughs> about the game to figure it out i don't know i don't remember i you know it's a long time ago. It's a long all right, time. All right. All right. Well, the score yeah. is zero, zero. Full disclosure, though, I did own a Sega Genesis 
Also, we had an N64 at one point, but I don't think we actually had that game. I'm so old, I had an Atari. Wow, <laughs> look at that. What, what was your favorite Atari game? Pitfall. I Pac Pac Man or, or Miss Pac Man, which, whichever one. No, you wanted wasn't to play it Pitfall the one where he's swinging on the vines in the jungle and then he goes down? That was Pitfall, right? Yeah, I think so. That yeah. and Frogger. Loved Frogger. Loved Oh, loved, Frogger. Loved. Yeah, that's yes. a, that was a fun PC one for me. Yeah. 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 My first PC was a Commodore 64. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Yeah. No, but those those keyboards were pretty dope. Those spring keys. You were dope. You could make it say hi if you spent like two hours programming it. Yeah, you could make it say hi. And like text. Anyway, sorry, I digress. Go ahead. All right. Question number two. Which Danish Norwegian band released oh. the song Barbie Girl in 1997? A ABBA. B Vanilla Ice. C, Aqua, or D, Bjork? Process of elimination, it has to be C. That is correct. Yeah! Fuck you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> in your Just face. In your face. So everyone, everyone knows the video. Everyone knows the video, right? Oh, like the, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's as anti-Bjork a song as they're going to have to be. The late song. 90s had some real hits, you know? Oh, yeah. That's Ivanka Trump's soundtrack. Is it really? Well, I mean, I just said it was. Like if she, I guess she I was a professional it. wrestler. Is that what she would, like, come in as? Yes. That's what she, when, she's, yeah. when, when she's coming out with cans of Goya. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now I've got a taste of blood. I'm, I'm ready to win now. Now I've got a taste of blood. Okay, right. good. Boom. Now, now that she's, she's got her fangs in. Yeah, she's, she's going to really. She's locked in. <laughs> Boom. All right. Question number three. In the TV sitcom Boy Meets World, what is the name of Corey Matthews' best friend? A. Sean, B. George, C. Topanga, or D. Eric? Sean. That is correct. That's what I was going to say. He randomly followed me on Twitter, I noticed a a while ago. Yeah, the actor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. What's the actor's name? Ryder Strong. Ryder Strong. Okay. Now, now yeah. he's but in the it? he's in the girls meet world, right? There's a girl. Ryder Strong. Girl no, I don't think world? he was in the girl meets world, was he? Oh, I don't. Know. I mean, it was. I never watched Corey that Topanga. Maybe he was in it. it yeah. Uh, I mean, all the main people were in it. I forget if his character was in there. And then there's also Eric, his brother. I don't know if he was in there as well. Mm. I haven't really seen him do much. He does not. So, so Joe, well. what was your, to start what was, there. give me a father. <laughs> you heard it here. Tag him. So, so Joe, <laughs> what was your favorite TGIF sitcom? Cause there were several. What was your so favorite? So I'm a little old for the TGIF to be honest. Um, I'm 47. So it was already, it was already too young for me. So I was not watching. I, I, I wasn't watching. That was the ABC lineup, right? Like mm-hmm. I grew up on, um, <laughs> Like the love boat and <laughs> Disney Island and shit like that. <laughs> but but then there was a wave before TGIF that on ABC, like Growing Pains was on ABC, and that yep. was a great mm-hmm. show. Yeah. Um, until really it jumped the show. That was like that was like TGIF before TGIF. Like that was the yes, like the model, exactly. right? The model mm-hmm. show, right? Right. Huh. Well, that's my more my generation. Isn't it isn't it yeah. sad though, like growing pains? Like you look at some of the uh some of the actors in Growing yeah. Pains, like uh, what's his what's yeah. his dick? Leonardo so DiCaprio. No, no, <laughs> not that one. The, the other weird, yeah, the, the other one that 
Yeah, Kirk, yeah, Kirk yeah. Cameron. You know, you're like, oh, yeah, 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 Mike, Mike, yeah. What is Kirk yep. Cameron doing Mike these uh, what, he's what making is, religious videos, like propaganda yeah, religious. Oh, he's an evangelical Christian activist. Yeah, so, so his you know. sister. Wait, wait, uh, his sister, like his real sister, or on the show sister? His real sister is Cameron. Cameron Burry. How do you say her name? Cam. She's uh, the one who used to be on the View, and she started out on Full House, and then oh, came back with Full Candace House. Candace Cameron Burr. That's it. So that's his right. sister. She's ultra, ultra, ultra conservative, uh, evangelical, like leaning. Oh, yeah. She's the bazillionaire now. Um, but yeah. I don't like any of them. So like a cool person then, huh? That you'd not yeah, want to hang out with. No. Right, right. I think Joe don't follow Joe. Don't follow Joe. Yeah. Well, she's living off that. She's living off that full house money, isn't she? Well, there's that, and she's like clothing lines and all that other shit. But her, oh. but Jody Sweeten, who played um, her sister on Full and Fuller House, is the complete opposite politically. She's awesome. I don't know if she follows me right. on Twitter, but she's awesome. Is she the one that had the meth addiction? Yes. Yep. That's okay. Jody Sweeten. Yeah. Right. Because she, she gave a yeah. she gave a talk at uh, at my college. Oh, and then really? It was later revealed in her memoir that she was high during it. So, oh, <laughs> do you remember her being high, or you just remember? No, her? I, I didn't. I wasn't there. I, I didn't oh, see it. Okay, but okay. in her memoir, I got released, and then it drugs? was. Uh, I think it was like talking about her recovery and her like life through. Oh shit! Like acting and going through it, and then it turns out she was still using. But um, I wasn't there. I only know about it because it it was uh it was mentioned in the paper because she had this whole thing about how she was high at, at my school when she was there to hmm. speak. So I was like, oh, wow. That's so sad. Oh man! But thanks for thanks for up the room, Gabe. Yeah, well, you know, nineties, <laughs> uh, you know, TV, TV, TV kid stars. The yeah, well, it really know. does a yeah. wonder on you. Yeah, it's the kid yeah. star thing. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so bad. All of them. So anyway, on that note, uh, <laughs> question well, number you, four. Jump off the bridge already. <laughs> if you're listen, if anyone out there is still listening and still subscribe to the show. We've got question four coming up right now. <laughs> Let's go to question four then. Jesus Which Christ. 1991 movie became the first animated film to be nominated for the Academy Award for Best Picture? A, Aladdin, B, The Lion King, C, Pocahontas, or D, Beauty and the Beast? Joe. The Lion King. I'm sorry. Fuck. That is incorrect. What were the choices again? A, Aladdin. Yeah. B, The Lion King, okay. C, Pocahontas, sure. or D, Beauty and the Beast. If you get this right, I'm going to fucking kill you. Fuck, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I'm going to say it sad, but I, I, I want to go with one of them that seems obvious, but I'm going to go with Pocahontas. I'm sorry. That is also incorrect. The answer <laughs> is Beauty and the Beast. Uh, see, yeah. I thought that one was probably the obvious one. Yeah. I don't even like what that is... one. That's one of the only ones I don't like. The animated film that basically is about Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the reason why I thought maybe Pocahontas, because, like, if you watch that film, like, the art and everything in it, um, especially um, the colors right. of the wind, like, when mm -hmm. they do that part of like, it, is, that, that is, like, actually a phenomenal yeah. piece of art so i thought maybe that that was it but no. a bit of revisionist storytelling as well but you know that is what it is well i mean <laughs> disney <laughs> new revision still... come on <laughs> yeah. come on uh, disney never did revision yeah, I told the whole truth. yeah. yeah. The I, used to, I took a class in college for linguistics mm -hmm. and we studied um different uh we had a part where we studied different um songs that were done 
throughout culture, like through, through the 20th century. And we went through and discussed the, the some some of the original Aladdin songs in, oh boy, they are racist. <laughs> like, they are really? not good. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's um, not good. Well, yeah. And, yeah, and the like thing is, is Williams. No, 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 no. The, like the, uh, I forget if it was the Robin Williams song, but it was the one that was talking about Jafar and some other. It was basically like stereotyping people, like in a mm-hmm. desert in the Middle East, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Ugh, not great. <laughs> no. Obviously, didn't make the yeah. final cut, yeah. but the fact that they wrote it, I was like, Ugh. oh, so so this is songs that aren't in the. Uh, the no, 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 no. Movie. They're not. They did not make the final cut. They were written and had been released, and then we were studying uh... Uh, basically the. The negative. So, did they not make it in the movie because of that, or they're just shitty songs? Well, I mean, I think they're shitty songs because they, you know, stereotypes of racism. But uh, right, but I'm saying like, like you know, there's catchy songs, and then there's no. I think actually that that's it might have made it in the movie, but they like did a complete like refresh of lyrics to that melody and song. I got you. I guess. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember. I mean, this was years ago when I took the class, but I do remember specifically this part where they're like, all right, we're going to go over some like, you know, lyrics and, and study the words that were written. And everyone's like, oh, that's not good. Well, uh, luckily, yeah. I did not make it in. Yeah. You look right, at the one, crows and. Uh, oh, yeah. It seems all right. Well, on that note, uh, question five. <laughs> Christ, game, just bring down the goddamn room. It's like this game is super lighthearted, right? Uh, and, and and we are totally fucking it up. Oh. We, I, we're still like we're wow. at question twenty, and we're still tied. Oh shit. boy, I, I feel like I should ignore. Then I should not go into question five right now. <laughs> Let's do it. You want question five? Let's do it. Yeah. Oh boy. Well. Here we go. Further down the rabbit hole of darkness. <laughs> oh fuck. Question number five. Princess Diana tragically oh, died in a car damn. crash in 1997 <laughs> in which damn. city? I told you. I didn't. It just happened that way. <laughs> She's already got a ton of She knows everything about this. Uh, yeah, what's up? That is Paris. correct. Yeah. All right. So the score, is, the score is two to zero. Yay. What? I got one right. Did no. I? Oh, did? Mm. One. I got one right. No, I got one no. right. Got one. Oh yeah, you're I right. got yeah, one. Right. Yeah, yeah. Two, Come on, I'm getting cheated here. The score is no two, I always to lose. two to one. Two to one. Two to one. Okay. All right, those are five okay. questions. I did include an extra two if you guys want to go through. Them. Oh, let's let these are now, these are like these, these are, are not light, death, these are, no, car these are, accidents, and we racism. really go up from here. We go <laughs> up from here. Okay. So wait, like, wait. Just, you took the good questions and you stuck them on the maybes. We had to start low and then we like built our way up. You know. <laughs> Joe, That's do you out. see what I got to yeah. deal with? Do you see what I got to deal with? Here? It's going up from here. It's going up. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, here we go. Question six. Dolly was the name of the world's first mammal cloned from a somatic cell. Which animal was Dolly? Oh, well, it's okay. Ready to go. Sheep. Boom. Got it. Uh, <laughs> MAGA supporter. <clears throat> MAGA supporter. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yes. Yeah, that would She's make sense. Terrible. They're all clones of each other. Yeah, yes. oh. they all have the same stupid sunglasses on the back of their heads. Right, and they got those like Coakley like little you know yeah. attachments. Yeah. You know. All right, question number seven. Mm-hmm. In which 1990s film did Macaulay Culkin play the main character, Kevin McAllister? My daughter was obsessed with this movie when she was four. She watched it every single day, and it's Home Alone, obviously. Home Alone. That is correct. Wow. Sorry. It's ridiculous. Ooh, Home Alone final, and Home Alone 2, by the way. Final by score, 4-1. to one, Joe wins. Crushed Woo! it. Fucking crushed it. I didn't even have to... I didn't even get to say the multiple choice. She already knew. She was like, boom, I know. boom, I know. 
Yeah. I guess I wasn't drunk through all of the 90s. <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily for for your four-year-old, you you, uh, <laughs> you you beat my ass in trivia. Yeah. Thanks for playing trivia with this. And thanks for Gabe for making it bright and shiny with the uh, with the 1990s uh, death racism. Seriously? Really appreciated. <laughs> Maybe the 90s weren't so great? I don't know. <laughs> All right, fantastic. I'm glad you, you whipped my ass. That song. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Get used to it. <laughs> She's just going to pop in for random shows and be like, oop, 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 answer the oop. question, and then Tony's just going to lose. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, other guests won't even have a chance. She just comes in and answers the question. She's like, spoiler alert, the answer is. <laughs> it is very comforting to know that I was not the first person you beat. So that is something I will, that I, I'm very proud of. I, I, you, I still am on a losing streak yeah. from the very beginning. I don't That's know how many, how many trivies we've done, but we've done a lot of them. And, and Gabe plays, you know, we, we switch back and forth. You know, I'll play, okay. then Gabe plays, and I play, and then Gabe plays. And now, now we did have um, the My Zealous Brothers on one time, um, and, and they played each other. And that clip actually got resurfaced today. We were talking about this earlier. It got resurfaced today with the Joe Rogan story, believe it or not. Because mm. the they're they're blaming the Rogan thing on Midas Touch. It's some kind of you know conspiracy. But because we interviewed him, Deep I don't know. Baby. Do you think Deep they searched it, Gabe? How do you think they found that clip? They're like, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure they I'm sure somebody like because the person was like references referencing articles that they had been quoted in or spotlights that had been done on them. And so I'm sure that they're like, Oh, if we can find any video of them saying anything, then we will show. And it turns out we to be were the playing trivia. Trivia. We were playing trivia on the podcast. That's right. the clip. That's crazy. Tell us about your your Twitter account and tell us because um, you have like well over two hundred thousand now, right? Yeah, I think. You? Yeah, yeah. It's two thirty six seven. Because you're just you're just as savage on on the Twitter timeline as you were in the in the trivia. Like you're just as savage. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, I, I am not that, that proud of my performance in the trivia, just so you know. Uh, I cleaned it up at the end there, but I certainly not um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, I, I got on Twitter in 2017, like a lot of people, I think, to um, to vent about Trump and to – I all I wanted to do, because I live in a very conservative, very MAGA-heavy section of New Jersey. I call it New Jersey, West Virginia here. That's how we have a Nazi soup Nazi. Um, so everywhere, I'll tell you real quick, quick story to preface this. So the day after the election, there were student teacher conferences at school. And I went to my son's conference. He was in kindergarten, I guess. And people were partying on the front lawn of the school. There were like legitimate high five parties, like they were tailgating, celebrating Trump's win. That's where I live. So, so that, that day, I think pr pretty much, I was like, you know what? I'm getting off of Facebook. I can't do this because it was, everybody was all pro Trump and it was just killing me. And I felt like I was surrounded. So I got off Facebook for the most part. And then I was like, you know what? I'm not, I need to find people who think like me. And I was like, what's this Twitter thing all about? So I wanted to go on and like make fun of him because I, I just wanted to tell him things that made me feel better that were very sophomoric. And so my first couple of tweets, I just said, like, I'm sorry, you have to see yourself naked. 
and like you have a ball. Yeah, so I think my first ever tweet was to Trump, and I it was I'm sorry you have to see yourself naked. And then I think my second tweet ever was you have old balls. I think that's how I started. <laughs> Perfect start, by the way. Yeah, like right out yeah, of the block. Yeah, yeah, and I had zero followers. Didn't know how Twitter worked. I didn't even. This is a very fun fact that I've only told a few people, and it's super embarrassing. So I didn't understand how Twitter worked. Um, so I was trying to craft tweets. And I couldn't figure out how to make a new line of text. I don't know if you guys have ever noticed. I, this is stupid. But what I do when I tweet often is I do it in sort of a way where there's like separate lines of text. I like the way that looks. Mm -hmm. But a part of the reason I do it that way is because when I discovered that you could hit the return button and get a new line of text, it was so mind-blowing. It took me almost a year to figure that out. Yeah liberating i'm sure i get so yeah. this is this, everyone listening this is why joe's tweets are line by line by line because she can and it sort of became like my my signature thing accidentally because i was like fucking return return look a whole new line of text so yeah so yeah and um i guess i started making a name for myself because i was getting alerts for text for Trump's tweets, so I could jump on them to be the first one to like like go after him, and people started noticing that I had a potty mouth and all this other stuff, and so that's how mm. it started. So you really hated his old balls, like from the very beginning, and that's you took advantage of that, and that's why where why yeah. we have JoJo from Jersey. <laughs> what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to think about his balls, but there was that scene from Big Daddy. There's a scene from Big Daddy where Adam Sandler discovers his girlfriend's cheating on him with the old man. And that's what he says. And it was one of the funniest lines I'd ever seen in movies. And the way he delivered it was like, you have old balls. And that was how I thought what I would want to say to Trump. Just that. Like, if I could say yeah. nothing else. So, yeah. That so, like, my if you had an opportunity, if you had an opportunity to stand, like, toe-to-toe -to -toe with trump that's the first thing <laughs> yeah and you know what yeah and i and you know what? it would really probably bother him because he would think like this woman's going to be like attracted to him or something and i don't i yeah i would be like you have old <laughs> balls and then just look at him up and down and kind of like shake my head and walk away mm. <laughs> would be very just fun. Go straight yeah. for the adam adam sandler <laughs> quote from, from yeah. yeah yeah i yeah I'm a 12 year old oh trapped in a 47 year old woman's body. That's yeah, I'm a 12 year old woman trapped. Yeah. So that, so that was how I came to. I don't know if that was your question, but that was what I told you. No, that, that, <laughs> that's yeah. fantastic. That, I, that is an answer. That is an answer. And and the Get audience is going to, yeah. And the audience is going to enjoy the, the evolution from yeah. the Facebook to the Twitter, knowing that you, yeah. you were making sure to let Donald Trump know about his old balls and then discovering the line thing you know the the, yeah. the line boom, <laughs> that, boom, that really boom, changed boom. everything so what yeah. what was other significant parts that of explains your why it took account? a full year to get um so in the early days political twitter obviously was completely electrified and then i happened to get lucky enough to catch george conway's attention i was i didn't know who he was really i didn't i knew mm -hmm. who she, kellyanne was but i didn't know anything about george conway or whatever and then he started he always teases me because he did my podcast he always teases me when i say this but to me he was a very big igniting factor in political twitter because he was from the inside sort of and he was going right for the jugular with trump and it was funny and i liked his style and i liked what he had to say and then we sort of became twitter friends but he he noticed my tweets and he started amplifying them and then 
the big, big, big thing that happened was I had a, a tweet, uh, it was called Lost Trump History, and it was a hashtag. And it was right after uh, Sharpiegate. So all these people had already baked in memes with all the Sharpie stuff where they had altered pictures with Sharpies, like, you know, this, the height of Obama and all this other stuff. So I started this hashtag because Trump had said he was down at nine, ground zero, moving, removing rubble. And it mm -hmm. pissed me the fuck off because it was like, no, you don't get to fucking claim that, you disgusting piece of shit. You were not there. There were people that died that, you know, all these people that suffered, lost lives, lost loved ones, all that. Like, I was so mad that I didn't know what to do with that anger. So I started a funny hashtag to kind of calm myself down where it was like, okay, so Trump, Trump, did you know that Trump was the first person to circumnavigate the globe? It's true. What other little known facts uh, do you would you like to share about Trump? Hashtag lost Trump history, and it <laughs> it was like oh he was he discovered uh, you know the moon you know he whatever you name it, and now all these people started hashtagging it, and then that made it into the Washington Post and People Magazine, and that that was like the big big one. I got like ten thousand followers from that, so that was fun. This is how really you became famous. Yeah, look it up because you will laugh your ass off. It's still a great thread. It's a great, great thread. It's funny as fuck. It's so funny. And it's not how many, me. How many days? How many days does it take to go through this thread? Like as you're laughing? Because oh, you forever. Know you're laugh. It was trending number one for an entire day. The whole oh day. Oh, my God. It's, Joe, but it's Joe so worth it because it's so worth it. It's so funny. It's just, And back then, actually, I was tweeting from a different hand. No, I, then I was tweeting from JoJo from Jersey, I think. But before that, I was just tweeting at my name. And then I changed it. Um, I changed it because I had sort of a stalker situation, but whatever. That's done now, hopefully. <laughs> so, yeah. And then I started tweeting as JoJo from Jurors instead of hmm. my name, which is Gabe, Joe, Gabe's but... looking up these tweet threads right now. Yeah. He's like, I got to find these threads. I've got the Huffington Post article pulled up right now. Oh. Trump's 9-11 yeah. both sparked was... hilarious lost Trump history meme. Oh, my God. Yeah, wow. yeah so yeah. George, George tweeted me out with this hashtag and then it just it it flew it like it was crazy he he was good at that he was good at getting viral threads like he did the you guys have to look at this one up too but trump greeting cards is really funny that was fucking hysterical um you gotta look all that up it's good stuff gabe, that was gabe kind knows of nothing gabe knows nothing about making up trump things like at all like yeah. he doesn't he doesn't do I, that I don't. I would never do anything making no. up about Trump. What? Uh, That's crazy. Yeah. Who's watching? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, that was why that for, very first time I saw that new statement, that, the, one, the, the new one that you did, I was like, Gabe! <laughs> like, God this. damn it, Gabe! Yeah, I, I tried. When I did the first one, I responded to people and I was like, you know, like kind of gave it Maybe. away there. And then this yeah. time through when I did the most recent one after Pence made the, you know, his little like Trump is wrong statement. Um, I was like, I'm not going to say anything now. I'm just going to let people respond how they want. And then it ended up getting in the hands of uh, Daniel Dale. And he was oh, like, this is pussy. not real. And I was like, <laughs> thank you for fact checking me. Whatever. You, you know, yeah, that's a big Daniel deal. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I like if Daniel Dale wants to come on the show, I, I Daniel Dale's great. I, I no 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 I, I, I don't like yeah. It's not like I don't like him or anything. I just found it funny that he had a fact check right fake press release. Yeah, he yeah but that's a compliment to you. 
Right. Yeah. Can you imagine? Can you imagine though? Like, like, because Daniel Dale did the country service by tracking down every, like, every time Trump spoke, like, every single time he said anything, tweeted anything, any kind of statement. Right. Like Daniel Dale, he was, he had, I don't know, like, what kind of energy drinks he was drinking, but he had to be up like yeah. 28 hours yeah. a day or some shit to do that. He's like, mm-hmm. he said this and then he's like, or he's, he claimed this and he's like, he didn't do it. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. Like, there was that point where CNN, and I don't know if it was him that was behind it or someone else, but for a while, uh, the chyrons at CNN updated where it would be like Trump would Trump like claimed whatever, and then it would yeah. be like in parentheses, no, we didn't. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I, I had to fact check him like in real time yeah. because he was it, couldn't keep up. You couldn't go right. back and, and fact so. I will say, you know, thank you to Daniel Dale and all the hard work that he put in. And I appreciate, I take it as a badge of honor, though he probably doesn't like me for having a back <laughs> for this thing. But, you know. If, if anyone out there knows Daniel Dale or he follows you or you're, you're up in the DMs of Daniel, tell him <laughs> we, are, we are more than willing to have him come on the show. Mm-hmm. We would love to have him on the show and ask him about the maybe, maybe real, maybe not uh, Gabe Trump statement. That That is, that, you know, people right. say yeah, is yeah. Gabe. I think I actually here's what I think happened, Joe, and we're going to talk about this live on the podcast. So this is already going to be aired before we talk here. Here's what I think happened, because the Trump statement was fucking ridiculous. And you can tell Trump didn't actually write it like you can tell he didn't write it. It was, you know, so here's what I think happened. He wanted to put a statement out by by, uh, for Mike Pence, Mm -hmm. maybe Gabe, maybe not Gabe. Put out a statement that may have or may not look like Trump's statement (laughs) and Trump had a statement that was like exactly that. Like, like it was so close to what, because what was written. He, because he was like, oh is, shit, I yeah. blew up their whole fucking game. <laughs> so someone else had to write this statement. Like that's that's what I want to have happen so badly. Yeah. It's, that, yeah. it's like Gabe's, Gabe, maybe Gabe or not Gabe's statement that was written possibly was so close to what he wanted to write that they had to come up with this weird, wacky, you know, it, it was all over the map. Because I was surprised as soon as the statement went out and I was like, I was doing some stuff and I was like, Oh, I, I should just like write some like whatever nonsense kind of statement saying that, no, you're wrong, you know, kind of thing. And I like typed it up, boom, send it out, tweeted it done. And this is probably like 20 minutes after he, he get like after that news broke. Well, you, and, you mean when the Pence clip came on, right? When the Pence right. clip came out, I, I wrote it and then I just put it out there and it was like 20 minutes or so. And he had, he didn't have any sort of response about it. And I was like, what's going on? This is so weird. And then it wasn't until hours later in the day that a new one came out. So there might've been that like, people were like claiming it was Trump. And then Liz Harrington was like, it's not Trump. And it's like, <laughs> it's not, I swear. And then meanwhile, she's like deleting and like <laughs> a statement, you know, because they use different fonts yeah. in their body yeah. when yeah. they're writing, you know, one has a, one's a sans serif versus a serif. Like it's somebody is paraphrasing what he's saying and, then there's actually him writing it. Right. So, so uh, Joe, do you get this a lot? Like with this statement that, that Gabe may or may not have put out. Um, do you get this a lot with your Becky Sue character? Because she's spot on. Do you get this a lot? Like, is this real? They think you're real. They say shit down in the comments. Like, who is this? And I, I used to, it's shocking now if I ever get any, because it, most people know now that in the beginning right. it was like constant. And everybody really believed that this chick was was real, which shocked me and didn't shock me all at once because nothing is beyond parody anymore. Like nothing right. is beyond parody. 
you can hear these people talking about how JFK Jr. is coming back to take over the Republican Party. And it's like, that's what they're really saying. Like, they really, really think that. And you, you could make a video parroting that person and people would believe it was real because people say crazier shit than that. But in the beginning, people were like, this chick is beyond stupid. That was painful to listen to. And I was just laughing. And then there were, then there were conversations between people like, no, this is not real. She's, she's doing a parody. But, and then I got flagged for misinformation. And it was like, Jesus Christ, this is satire. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think the ivermectin video, the first, the first one where I was like, had the shits. I think I got flagged for that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Did you actually have the, the shits, or just you were you were pretending, right? You were pretending. I was pretending to, to have the shits. Okay, good. I did not have the shits. Uh, you didn't no, actually I, eat the ivermectin. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not that committed to my craft. I'm just. I'm just <laughs> Um, you got to commit yeah. fully to right, the bit. Right, yeah. come on. Come yeah. on. <laughs> you have to shit your pants. Um, or <laughs> but um, uh, something funny has happened since I began doing that character, which was born out of, I don't even know. Everyone's like, oh, you ripped off Blair Erskine, and I love her. I've done her. Mm-hmm. She's been on my podcast. I absolutely love her. Yeah, Blair's great. Her videos are amazing. Yeah, but the, comparing me to Blair isn't really fair for anybody because just because we're both making videos, they're not even really similar, but whatever. And, and maybe she inspired me, and that's also a huge compliment to her. So, um, but Blair and I are like Twitter friends. So, hi, Blair. Um, and she's had huge success. Now she's writing for Kimmel. I'm so happy for her. But um, so anyway, so people, uh, the funniest thing has happened where now people are like, She's just so sweet. Well, she spews this like hate and stupidity and racism, racism, and like she, but she, she, so you're like, it's so hard to hate her. Like she's terrible, people. Like she's really terrible. But they're don't you think that's part of the political discourse that we're going through? Like the, I mean, that's uh, that's some of it. That like, well, it's hard to hate my neighbor. You know, they're such a good person, but God, they're so they say such vile fucking shit, and they go down to the school board meeting and they do such vile things. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. Yeah. This is a huge problem. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really hard because some of my family voted for Trump and uh, every one of my coworkers. And so um, you, you have this choice to make in your life where you're like, you actually endorse these horrific things, th- this uh, ugly, open xenophobia and racism and, and misogyny. You just embrace and enable and endor- endorse all of it. And I hate all of that. But how do I interact with you? Like, right. you have to find this space because you can't hate these people in, like, just your daily interactions, even though you hate everything that they uh, embolden in right. bad people. It's weird. It's hard. It's easier on Twitter to uh, go off on someone you don't have to see at the grocery store. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, sometimes, sometimes Twitter feels like a swamp. Um, and sometimes the grocery stores these days with all these people, um, acting the way they act inside these grocery stores seems like a swamp too. So, mm-hmm. um, it's almost That's like true. sometimes social media leaks into real life. Um, unfortunately, yeah. and, and it just, it, uh, we're in a situation in the country, like we're all Americans, right? Like this goes back to the right to vote. Cause we've talked about this a lot. Like Democrats aren't fighting for the right to vote for Democrats. Like that's not. Like, right. like the Democrats in Washington are fighting for the right for even fascists, even even the people who own the Nazi soup kitchen where you live. They want them to have the right to vote like 
that's what I want. I want the entire country to be able to vote. So we know, like, who are we as a people? Like, obviously, we have some sick, you know, uh, Hillary Clinton, the email lady got it correct, deplorables that are amongst us. But I mean, it's it's a matter of how do we move forward where a majority can actually govern and we can do policy, administrate and legislate that policy with with the majority ideology in this country? Because I actually don't believe that they're hateful ideology is reflective of the majority do you no i just think it's incredibly powerful and enticing for a, a segment of the population that needs to hear that the things that they think that are ugly are are valid i think that's so powerful unfortunately that that's really that that's their strength i don't think that's the majority but um it's very intoxicating for a lot of people people are tearing apart their real lives because something on the internet yeah, it's t it's really scary. I mean, it permeates every second of people's lives, if you think about it, because mm -hmm. you, you, you can go to it at any time and you can access information at any time and people can find you and access you at any time. It never stops. It's it's. I mean, it's really scary in that way, how much power it has. It has. I mean, I see yeah. that with my, own, with my own kids. Yeah, like with my teenage, almost teenage son. You know, you can't, you just, you can't, it used to be when we were kids that you could go home and be in the cocoon of your home and turn off whatever had happened to you maybe at school during your day with your peers or with the bully or whatever. You could turn it off and um, unplug from it and reset. And you can't do that anymore. You know, and so it's right. feeding all sorts of the, the worst in us for sure um, mm -hmm. in, in large measure. But it's also connected a lot of people, which is good. And it's been a very powerful tool for good as well, I think. Um, well, I think, story, I think you're right. And I, I think you're right. And I think I think you're one of the warriors um, out there that make sure to stay on top of things. And because I, I don't see just Jojo from Jers on her timeline. She's in the comments and she's battling it out. She's she's boxing. I mean, mm -hmm. pro democracy <laughs> set of boxing gloves on and she's going to spar. Uh, in those comments with anybody and everybody uh, you're not you are yeah. not afraid to go into a, a comment thread and th and comment under someone who uh, you definitely do not agree with is that right yeah. no for sure it's um and uh, and it's funny because you know people say oh, you're just you're putting it out there really you're going to change anybody's minds and you know, i don't know if i'm going to change anybody's mind maybe i will right. illuminate somebody with something i say but for me it's the Jersey in me. Um, I'm a fighter. And if I see injustice in particular, and this is whatever, but um, especially when it comes to our democracy, like I'm a total geek for government and democracy and, and, and uh, all of that so much so that I cry when, you know, they sing like the national anthem. I'm that person. I love, I, I very proudly fly an American flag. Uh, I'm never going to let anybody take that from me. I'm not, going to let anybody claim the flag for themselves. Um, so when I see the kind of things that are happening right now, in particular, like putting Trump aside, what the Republicans are doing by dismantling the very foundations of our democracy, it gets me more upset than almost anything else. And so for me to be able to go at these people in real time who are doing this dismantlement, um, it, it's it's important. So that's I mean, I get really fired up. <laughs> I really do. I don't, and I'm not afraid to fight. So that's how I, that's well, how I approach well, it. We, we appreciate your fight, even yeah. if it's just the one tweet at a time. Cause I'm, I, I don't go down the, um, the rabbit holes in the comments and, and maybe I should, but, um, I stay well, nine times out of 10, 
JoJo's been there, you know? Oh, I right. She's <laughs> always well, like she just like carved it in. She's yeah. like, I was here, bro. right? Right. Well, you know, when we do the shit yeah. list, when I do the shit list roundup, um, Joe, you are you are one of the favorites because you're always trending. And then anytime I go into uh, a thread, you're always right there at the top mm-hmm. and you're fucking giving it to them. Like, eh, we don't give a shit. Yeah. We're we're gonna we're gonna take yeah. this pro democracy thing seriously. Cause I cause I believe um you know, you have your fun tweets, but almost all that's what I enjoy about your content the most is that you always have this view and you're looking through the lens of how, why democracy is so important. It's not like liberal or conservative or like, I think you truly understand that it, it is, it is more higher than yourself or a political party or an ideology. Like this thing, this thing's important without democracy. Um, you won't you won't get to have a political party like you don't get to have ideas if fascism takes over like right. it's going to destroy your communities your schools your churches um right. i mean fascism when it takes over they they don't allow you to have any other thoughts and if you do you are going to regret it or you won't even know that you regret right. it i mean the people yeah. i mean the people who are like oh you know like who can who have the ability the freedom to say what they want and and say what they think whether it's good or bad you know, that will go out the window, you know, especially now when they're like, oh, this fascist state is taking over, uh, you know, Joe Biden's fascism or whatever. And it's like, oh, baby, you don't know what you're talking right, about. Right, right, right. Go look up the word. Yeah. So so tell us about it. Tell us about when you're writing, because I always like to have people reveal like their process. So like when you're writing these tweets, do you are you just like pounding on the keyboard and throw and throw your your thumb on the tweet button? Or is there more strategery? behind it i mean what what is what is the method because jojo from jurors again does not fuck around on on the bird app so tell us tell us the method that you use i mean what what are you looking for how do you how do you find these things that are important to you and what you're tweeting about um well at heart i'm a reply guy like that's the number one thing i've i've, I've always been a reply guy that's where i get my motivation my inspiration mm-hmm. is, by, is replying to especially you know a lot of I have on my own list of dumbass Republicans. That's literally I have a list in my Twitter that I go to a couple times a day just to see what the fuck, what other fuckery they're up to. And that often sort of inspires me to craft my own tweets as responses as a conglomerate to this shit that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but so so again, my core, I'm a, I was always a reply guy. I always had difficulty kind of crafting my own original tweets because I didn't have an of confidence in my voice and that's not the case as much anymore or at all although every time i tweet i think you know how will this be received which is the imposter syndrome again um but uh there are a couple of things that are super important to me that i've talked about with other people and and one one of the most important things when i'm going when i'm approaching how to tweet something is it has to be usually a little bit funny like i i think and i was explaining this to kimberly johnson i think there's so much crazy shit out there right now it's never it's it's like never stops so it would be impossible for us to consume all of that like in big giant in one big bulky piece so it's easier for me to break things up into digestible bites and the way to do that is with a little bit of a chaser of humor like if you can Mm -hmm. sort of spin something terrible so that people feel like okay well at least i had a little giggle at the ending of our democracy (laughs) like you know this is very dire on the edge of a cliff but like this is kind 
kind of funny at the same time because you have to, to mm-hmm. I think, to be sane, you have to find a place where you can take the heaviness burden and lighten it a little bit, which sounds insane because we are talking about you know, somebody who incited a deadly insurrection and as sort of part of an attempted coup and an entire party being just fine with that. Like, that's fucking nuts. But if you can't then also sort of say, like, especially with this legitimate political discourse, fucking fuckery, like, if you can't laugh a little bit, people are going to give up because they can't sustain all the heavy all the time. And we don't want anyone giving up. We want them to be fired up and motivated and want to keep fighting because there's, you know, there's no other side on the end of this road if we don't stop what's happening now yeah and that, i think that's that's to your point. yeah no no, no continue yeah well i was just thinking about what you guys were saying about you know the very people who think that, that joe biden is a fascist and they talk about all this other stuff and they have no fucking idea because i listen to this all the time and i've tweeted about this too at work this is the conversation every fucking day the price of chicken the price of gas the price of this there's no jobs no one works at starbucks because biden blah 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 and all All I want to say is when you fuckers wake up and realize that you let like literal fascism come in, you're not going to get to whine about the price of fucking chicken. because Mm -hmm. No one's going to be, no one cares. So you're whining now and you're ready to literally let this, this party completely destroy the framework of this country thinking that you're going to somehow benefit from what they're planning to do. And, you're going to be the bottom of the list of things they want to care about. They're not going to care. And so it just drives me yeah. nuts. It's like, no, that's not important. Like you don't understand. And it makes yeah. me want to scream. Well, also they just can't the fact grasp of the, what it's just, a, it, it's all yeah. it, to go to that point too. It's like, all these people are like, Oh, it's Joe Biden's fault. It's, da, da, da. it's like, okay, one, he, he's not making these private corporation decisions. Like they're the ones making the right. decision. These companies right. claim inflation Yet their margins have gone above and beyond what they were previously. So it's like, right. uh, if you really want to talk about these problems, maybe one, do do actual research and not just like yeah. regurgitate word vomit or things that have been said by right wing uh, media outlets. But also, it's like, you know, if you really want to learn more about the economy and how you know supply demand works and how inflation works and all these different aspects of how like uh, the ups and downs of growth in in recession happen within the economy maybe actually look into that as opposed to just being like mm-hmm. inflation bad like it's like you're just you know you're getting all flustered and saying the things that you don't even know anything about so when these people are like right. oh fascism it's like do you actually know what that means like have you even looked up right. a dictionary is that yeah. actually what you're experiencing right now or is it the fact that you just right. are frustrated and you don't understand why there's a problem Right. And it's not actually Joe Biden's fault, but that's not the case. And I think to the other point, too, is humor is so important. Right. I think I think comedy and humor and and laughing is a healing. It it is very healing for a lot of people. Right. Like I'm in a shitty situation that I have no real control over. And so I need to I need to either say something to get it out there and hopefully provide some insight but also like if I'm, if I'm on the receiving end, like it is good to be like, okay, yeah, it fucking sucks. But that was, you know, that was a funny take, or I did have a little bit of a laugh there. And like, I don't feel as bad as I did before or whatever it might be. But I feel like if you look throughout history and all the shitty things that have happened, there's always been people that have in the background who have thrown out like bits of humor um, for people to like, 
to kind of like ease the pressure off, you know, and I think it's super important, right? In whatever form, written, video, whatever. I mean, laughter is. is, yeah, laughter is medicine. It really is. Mm -hmm. And when, when you're, when we're dealing with what we're dealing with right now, it's very healing to be able to find some opportunity to, to in the midst of all of the crazy, to find a second right. to, to laugh. Yeah. yeah, it's restorative. And, and when you can't, and, and when you can't use humor or you can't say things and, and joke about, you know, the government or whoever, that's when like, you know, all these people complain about fascism and like, Oh, first amendment, and all this stuff. It's like, if you want, as soon as you can't say this stuff, it's gone done. Like that is when you've yeah. entered and you've now allowed these people to take over and, and control the narrative and control your rights. The very thing you feared you allowed right. to happen, you know? Yeah, and it'll be stripped from you before you even realize it. Yeah, right. And then it'll be too late, and then you'll go, "Wait a minute, I would like to do that over," um, and you can't. Or the people will be like, "This is this is America," and they'll be proud of it, and you'll be like, "You fucking idiot!" Yeah, just wait till you see the price of chicken. Just try and get some chicken. Go yeah. ahead. The, all the rich right, people yeah. that like oligarchs are going to get the chicken. You're going to get fucking scraps. They're going to get right garbage. Right. That's what's so so a, a good history lesson in fascism, and I've talked about this a lot. In, in uh, 1920s, 1930s Germany, uh, Hitler and the SA, not the SS, the SA, uh, tried a violent overthrow of a government in a coup. Um, it was unsuccessful. We all know Hitler went to prison. He wrote Mein Kampf. And when he came out of prison, um, his, his, his goal was not to violently overthrow again, not to take Germany um, and the, the fatherland with violence. His idea was, I'll do it inside the government, right? And that's what they're attempting right now. I mean, they've mm -hmm. been attempting it for a long time, but this is their plan. I mean, Steve Bannon has even said on Trader TV, we want to take over and overthrow the election boards, right? Because they understand why democracy is a threat to fascism. Mm -hmm. But here's, here's the ultimate point. When Hitler did take power, the first people that he murdered was not the Jews. The first people he murdered was the S.A., that is the first people he murdered. The people who helped try to overthrow the, 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 the coup before he went to prison. Those people who were still in his movement, the SA, he murdered them. And the reason why he murdered them is because he knew that they would try to overthrow him if he got out of check. Because he mm -hmm. knew they were violent. So the, the people who were at January 6th, the people who run around complaining about, like you're saying, gas, chicken, whatever the fuck you're complaining about... You're going to be the first one that are going to feel the, the, the thunder when 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 it comes to fascism. Like you're the first one. Uh, uh, Rachel Bitkoffer has been on the show. She calls them breakfast. Your family is going to turn into breakfast narcs. And that is how it's going to work. Like that literally is going to be if you let fascism take over in your local communities, you will not have your churches. You will not have your chambers of commerce. You won't have your little picnics anymore. These are not things that you're going to have. They're going to do away with all of that because all of that is not what they want, which is control. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, they all, don't those, plan all those government. little people, they're just, they're pawns to them. You know, like if you think of it like a game of chess, it's like, why do you think all of them are in the front lines? The ones that they let break in, the ones that they let do these things, this illegal activity to test the bounds of democracy and justice mm -hmm. and what we have in this country. They're willing to let those people die by the wayside so they can then clear the way and get great, great. We've got the path to go forward and the, the death and casualty and collateral damage was not done on ourselves. It was done by the people that were following us and believed our right. message. Right. Yeah. 
they and they're a party in the in the death throes of extinction because they uh it's you know white male dominated party and the american demographic shift is not favorable to them so they know that legitimate voting and democracy itself does not sustain their existence and so they will do anything including and of course dismantling that because they would like to stay in power so that they have power for the sake of power not to govern they have no intentions of governing and it's crazy they're not even running on anything that's promising that they'll govern they're literally just running on put us in power keep us in power because we represent you we look like you that means white and so you need to keep us in power we're not promising to do anything for you because we're not going to do anything for you but we want to be in power so that we can retain our you know authority over this country as god intended it and it's fucking nuts absolutely that shit crazy can i tell you something about the uh, the white male thing because i am a white male and here's what i'll tell you here's here's <laughs> what they're actually here's what the ultimate thing that they're scared of is that they're scared if they give equality that they will be oppressed like like they want to oppress others does that make sense right so like they are yeah, terrified. They are terrified that, oh, my God, if we let if we let people of color or women have power, they will oppress us like we want to oppress them. Like they'll figure this mm-hmm. stuff out and they'll totally oppress mm-hmm. us. Like and that's where this whole begging for oppression shit comes from this. I can't get a cheeseburger without a vaccine and all this shit. Oh, it's it's the Holocaust and it's, it's segregation. All this self oppression shit. That's where all this comes from, because if they appear to be the oppressed now, they can preempt the oppression that will come or some shit. You know, it's all delusion, of course, because um, really there is no more patriotic uh, group of people in this country than than black people and uh, white folks out there listening. You're just lucky that they want equality and they want equity and they don't want revenge. And I believe they don't. And they just want equity. They just want equality. So stop acting like you're oppressed. Stop acting like you're going to lose something if 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 they have the privileges that you have. Stop. Right. It's enough of that right. shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for Republicans too, it's like if they, you know, if the GQP or whatever you want to call them, if they actually gave people fair, equal rights to voting and and having a say, they're afraid the fact that what's going to end up happening is that the popular thing that's going to be done is or policies will be implemented are democratic because they actually benefit. Right. The majority, if not all people, because it's for their well-being, it's for the greater good for them. But if they, you know, suppress right. them and say, well, we don't want all of them to vote equally. We we want to we want to make sure that only this group votes. You know, that's the whole thing is like if they are able to hold back a certain group from having their say, then they're able to stay in control and keep that generational kind of power in play. But if, you know, their greatest fear is equal voting, then they realize that most people would probably end up voting Democratic because those policies are the ones that actually rebuild, repair and replenish America. Right. So. So, Joe, let me let's talk about how how we message our way, because Democrats aren't the best at messaging. And that's kind of what you do on Twitter is message. And I think you do a damn good job at it. Um, and I think I think that's why you have uh, over 200,000 people who follow you because you are damn good at messaging. And, uh, yes. it, you know, whether you give yourself credit for that or not. And I know I know you have a, a, a podcast thing coming up 
and hopefully we'll have you back on w- once you get that started. We can help you promote your your show um, because that goes along with the messaging as well. Me and Gabe really believe that the, the louder we yell and the more we use comedy and satire, the better off it is. But I, I don't want to end on the note that that fascism because it is at the front door. It is knocking and it is here. It's not a, yeah. it's not a, a hyperbolic mm-hmm. thing. We are in yeah. the throes of are we going to be fascist state or not? But to the messaging part, like tell, tell people, because I believe you can speak to this more than any, because I think you see yourself as a normal person that has acquired this Twitter account that you would never dream of having in a, in a messaging platform that you never, but tell people what they can do. Tell them how it matters, how you message. Like, because I always say, stay pissed, go fucking vote because Democrats are the only ones that are going to deliver you democracy because the Republicans want to destroy it. So we have to have strategic outrage to make sure we save it. So tell, tell people what the, you know, because it is knocking on our door and we have to do something about it. But how is them tweeting? How is them getting messaging correct? How is it effective? Because I think it moves the needle. I definitely think it moves the needle. I think you can get people, like I said before, like it could be really, really easy right now. It could have been easy for four years to just sort of crawl up into a ball and say, I give up because, you know, it's 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 hard and it's it's relentless and it never stops and any day um where you're feeling like you can't do it anymore you might need someone out there who puts something into the universe that kind of peps you up and refocuses you and re-energizes you because at the end of the day we can't we can't stop fighting um whatever that means and if it just means right now if it means tweeting to encourage everybody else around you not, not to give up and to focus on what's going on to open their eyes to what's going on um it helps I think uh, get people engaged and get them angry and get them motivated to vote, as you said, because that's the number one most important thing. I mean, we just saw it in the 2020 election, um, 81 million people voted for Joe Biden and, and, and thank God pulled us back from the edge of a cliff. Um, I think that that's really important. I think it's also super important to hold um truth to power. I think uh, call out these liars on their lies because what they're doing right now, but again, with legitimate political discourse comment, it's so, I know it sounds overplayed to say that these things are Orwellian, but they are. It's don't believe your eyes. Like don't believe what you're actually seeing. And if they're able to dismantle truth, if they're able to tear down just the basic premise of what is an actual fact, then they can rebuild anybody's minds to believing whatever they want them to believe. And so we have to keep standing up to that. And if it's if it's a lie or if it's an intentional, um, you know, mis- mistruth or whatever, I mean, Pompeo is the king of fucking that. Like, he, oh, that doesn't get, get me started. But we have to keep calling them out because I don't know if it's going to change their strategy, but it's not. They're going to keep lying. But at least it maybe will keep other people engaged to the point where they're like, okay, I'm not going to give up here either. Um, And that's important. So I don't know. For me, tweeting is is important because it gets people really fired up and refocused and energized. And we need to be prepared to fight with everything that we have right now. That's how I feel about that. I, I'm so excited that you came on and talked mm-hmm. about this because I think it's super important that people understand that um, e- even if, you know, Joe has a big account, and, um, but she struggled to get to a thousand. Um, and but her message is out there now and your message can be out there, too. Don't give up and don't give up on democracy because it is the actual weapon that we're going to use to fight fascism. That ballot is the ammo that we have to make sure to crush yeah. fascism. So, so Joe, 
um, I know you have a podcast that's going to be coming up, and I want to have you back on when you when you launch, because um, I want to talk to you more about that when you when you get that figured out. Because I'm I'm excited to to see what you come up with here. I, I tell everyone tell everyone exactly where they can find you, um, what what JoJo's up to, and and how how they follow you, and all the all the places, and also. The one thing I want them to know is exactly how they get to these Becky Sue uh, videos because they are some of my favorite uh, videos. <laughs> out there. So tell um, us where we find all that. So I'm on Twitter at JoJo from Jers. Uh, that's a Z at the end of Jers. Um, and I'm on Instagram at JoJo dot from Jers because somebody out there has that handle. I don't um, know who. But um, and then I'm on Facebook as well. Um, and then my TikTok, which my son hates me saying, but I have a TikTok, and that's uh, <laughs> at Joanne. <laughs> so that's that's where my Becky Sue videos live, and that's where they originate. I'm, I'm due for one soon. Um, and then I have a Patreon, which is JoJo from Jersey. That's uh, at Patreon.com. And um, yeah, I've got some pretty cool stuff coming up. I've got a project I'm working on with somebody I'm really excited to work with. That should be coming soon. Um, what else? Yeah, that's. Oh, I'm going to be doing a newsletter for my Patreon, so that's exciting. And then, well, my Patreon also have like Q and As and stuff like that on Zoom, so that's fun. If you want to talk to me, cool. <laughs> um, well, go go follow so go follow. Go follow JoJo in all those spots. Go check out her Patreon, and 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 be and and follow her because the news will come with this new podcast project that uh, that is happening. Super exciting, um, Joe. Thank you for coming on again, yeah. Yeah. Joe. I appreciate I appreciate you joining us. It's it's so fun to have you on, mm-hmm. and you have to come back. Well, um, maybe we'll make this a regular thing where you can come on and and give us uh, the lowdown on maybe a tweet that happened or something that you got trending. Um, you know, Jojo makes news or something like that. Um, so we can, we can hash it out. So thank you for joining us. Everyone stay, stay with us. We'll be right back right after this break. What the fuck is wrong with you people? It's a rhetorical question at best. We'll be right back on the Tony Michaels podcast. Headline. Under President Joe Biden, the American economy adds 467,000 new jobs in the month of January. Thanks, Brandon. Fuck them, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. We're back to the Tony Michaels Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us with the interview. What a great interview. We gotta, gotta get it going here. Dave's all over the place here. Woo! Yeah, well, you know, that was a great interview. I yeah, love it. I really liked hanging out with Joe. That was, yeah, Joe's that was great. fantastic. Uh, everyone needs to go follow Joe if you're not following her already, which I'm sure er, er, almost everyone out there listening <laughs> follows her. But if you're not, if you're not going follow her on TikTok to watch these Becky Sue videos, you have to because the mm-hmm. Becky Sue videos are like they're so great. And yeah. w- w- we worked with Joe um, for Becky Sue for Wokes Giving, and that was that was like really fun to like go through the writing process with Becky Sue. Even right, um, that was really fun. Yeah, as I mean, content I, creators I, ourselves, it's fun. Right. Yeah. I mean, like gave her. 
gave her a free reign on that one. It was like, here's the topic that we want yep. to discuss. Mm-hmm. You figure it out and I'll, you know, figure out yeah. what question or reaction I need to be as, uh, as yeah, our, you know, we as, should, we should do the whole idea that we had on the, the interview there where, um, Becky Sue goes on Joe Rogan's show. Yeah. Um, I think we should do that. That that uh, somehow play that in, where maybe mm-hmm. maybe she appears on Joe Rogan's show. Those two characters like collide in that. In oh that yeah, universe. I could see that world overlapping for sure. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, and you know, mentioning while we're mentioning really news now, go follow that Twitter account at Really News Now. Hopefully, we'll be doing more and more videos this year as the parody um dies and the funeral happens and we have to bury it we'll try to go over there and bring it to like a level 30 um you know because th- that's what you have to do with parody and satire like we said in the interview like me and you have talked about it just it just it you can't fucking get you can't make it any worse like even the trump statement today apparently is so bad it's not like people aren't even posting it they're like this isn't like this isn't even good uh yeah people asked me if uh <laughs> Like after Joe Biden was like, no, you can't use executive privilege. That's just not going to happen for these logs. And some people came to me and were like, so you got a statement? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> right. right. So is there a Mar-a-Lago official statement? Like, uh, yeah, I know. I thought about it and I was like, oh man, I don't know. Maybe I could, but I didn't have enough time. And by this right. point, it's already out. The thing that yeah. has to happen is the event has to happen. And then it's either a release happens before that the, the uh, before his or uh it's a follow-up to be like oh by the way what i meant to say was you know this wait i just thought of something do you sure. think do you think this whole true social thing is a workaround the gabe statement where you preempt him <laughs> like he's like look we got to come up with true social we're gonna it's gonna be great we're gonna charge it for it it, yeah, because uh, what's going to happen is he might not he might he might stop releasing statements because he'll just tweet on his and then they'll screenshot. So, so we're really going to have to do like a screen grab thing where I know the tweeting. other thing is I was looking at the I was looking at uh, the screenshots of the app and because mm-hmm. I was going to somebody did a side by side, but I was going to find it. I was going to make a better side by side that had it. Is um, it like is it like. It's spot on the exact same as Twitter. Well, yeah, I mean, it looks it looks pretty identical, and so I look at it and I'm like, oh, well, you know what they say. Uh, you know what is it? Uh, imitation is the the mm-hmm. highest form of flattery, That's right? right? You know, mm-hmm. and this is identical. So, uh, but it, the, the only difference is the blue check is red. Yeah, it's, it's red. like a it's like a reddish pink right. kind right. of color yeah, to it. You know, well, you know. But when I look at this uh, the screenshot, you know, it shows the account says truths, and then truths and re- and replies. And then media, right? So it's like identical to be like. So are you truthing? Is that what you're doing? Right. So that's what I was thinking about. Like during the interview, when it, when we were playing the video, I was thinking about. I was like, so, you know, you you said earlier, like, oh well, you know, you're gonna, I forget what the exact phrase. Yeah, you're right. So you're gonna tweet, right? But it's like, are you gonna truth? You right? Yeah, yeah, right. I know. Are you like that's what I think. And I'm like, like yeah, you guys, you got. Oh man, did you see that Trump truthed it? Like it doesn't roll off right, the right, tongue right, right. as like as it should be. 
So I, I don't know. It's it's gonna be um the 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 Daniel Dale <laughs> fact checks <laughs> <laughs> that are going to ensue. Uh, hopefully in the near future, because I see that they might not even get the app open. He'll just keep tweeting and Don Jr. Right. Will just keep spreading around the screenshot. Mm-hmm. And hopefully there'll be other screenshots that just start circulating around. And maybe, you know, how would you verify? How would Daniel Dale verify that a screenshot would be real or not if he can't actually get on the app and verify it? How is that even possible? I mean, yeah, just, it's one just of throwing it like, out there in know, the universe. If a tree falls in the forest, no one's around to hear it. Does it make a sound? You know, <laughs> Don't have that oh my god, okay, everyone, join us tomorrow, uh, noon eastern, 11 central. Um, hopefully, tomorrow we're gonna have Dakota Adams back on. There's a lot of Stuart Rhodes news happening. Apparently, there's a hearing today. I don't know if it's happened yet. I've been watching a few accounts to see if this has been happening. Um, uh, there's been a few articles. Uh, Tasha Adams, as you know, his estranged ex wife, she mm-hmm. was on her show, and so was Dakota, his estranged son. Um, we're gonna we're gonna record a little bit with him. Um, this afternoon to get his response to some of that news. And then we'll probably play that tomorrow sometime during the show. It won't be a full interview. We just want to get a statement on some of the news that's happening. That's that's super important. Um, we want to bring Dakota back on as, as much as we possibly can as the Stuart Rhodes and the Oath Keeper news starts to evolve into this uh, seditious conspiracy in, in court. Um, so, because I think he can speak a lot to, and I think he's very knowledgeable on... Right. The, the militia part of it and what the mm-hmm. mindset is of these people and how their mindset kind of changed. So that's right. important. So stick around tomorrow for that noon Eastern 11 central YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, go to the merch store, go to Gabe's merch store. We need to get those animations done. I know. Merch I got to yeah. work on that. Um, it, call, call the graphics department and let them. Yeah. yeah. I'll, 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 I'll get it. I'll, I'll get them online after this. Yeah. Well, okay, good. Well, you know, that, that way we can put all the, uh, maybe we can show pictures of our t-shirts or something. If you're mm-hmm. watching, if you're listening, go to the Tony Gabe, where do they go for your, your merch? They go to store.imgabesanchez.com. Fantastic. So go to those two stores. Um, uh, it's, if you want to support the podcast, it's a great way to do it for me and Gabe until tomorrow. Until tomorrow, surf's up, motherfuckers. You've been listening to the Tony Michaels Podcast. Podcast. In your face commentary of current events and political news. No rules, no boundaries. I think we've made that perfectly clear. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll be back soon. In the meantime, follow Tony on social media at the Tony Michaels. And until next time, raise a fist and repeat after me. Fuck them. Fuck them. Murphy's Meal Barn, head ass speaking.